Welcome to Locutors of Trek Villain Symposium Part 2. Because we bit off more than we could chew last time. <laughs> so here yeah. we are, same same wonderful panel. My little cousin of Trek, to, to my uh, left, right, depending on if you're me or you. Yes. How's it going, Dave? Good, good. One man's villain is another man's hero. Yes, and we're here to talk about all the villains. We are. And I'm Devin, I suppose I should say that. Um, but you can read, most of you. I mean, most Star Trek fans can read. I'd say a good high 90th percentile, you know. Yeah. And so. we also have uh, our Bojoran worker, Ashley, Ashley Millard. Hello. And from Starfleet Leadership Academy... Jeff Aiken, how you doing, Jeff? Doing good. Thanks for having me back. Captain. No I even have your logos. Oh, look at that. Look at that stuff. Starfleet Leadership Academy. Oh, Looking good. Nice. logo. Yeah, it is. What's this one? Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a whole other podcast. I guessed it on there a little while ago. Uh, yeah, I don't know why you got that. It's weird. Because you sent it to me. Did I? Oh. Like sharing the wealth. <laughs> I thought right? you wanted it. Because you sent it to me. Oh, good buddies over at Beyond you. Trek. Yeah, I'll delete cool that right guys. now. Yeah. Sorry, guys, but I deleted it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no all right, well, let's, let's, let's fire up the chart, Dave. Okay, let's bring it in. We have 63 villains to get through, people. So, yeah, yeah. Lots of so let's do this more in the style of the Captain's Convention. We kind of got scatterbrained last time. So Dave and I, same time, we'll just go back and forth picking ones, but then we'll throw it to either Ashley or Jeff or the other host and let them kind of pick the initial spot and then we'll debate. Yes, sir. All right. All right. All right. Davin, you're up That's first. How we do it here. All right. First, Walsh. Leo Walsh. Who's Leo Walsh? Who? Um, did, did that... Every time I try that reference, it always goes over everyone's head. All right. Harcourt Fenton Mud. Okay, Harry Mudd. Okay, you guys don't remember that the first Harry Mudd episode. He's going by Walsh, Leo Walsh. He keeps. Uh, I did. I forgot that. I'm sorry. I forgot. That, yeah, he had a he had a suit. That's one of the funniest gags. I love that one. It's like, hey there, Mudd. He's like Walsh, Leo Walsh. They're like, but we know you're Harry Mudd. It's like, but I'm Walsh. Anyway, it's pretty funny. Um, all right, Harry Harry Mudd. Um, I'm gonna throw it to. Throw this one to our our guest Jeff. Where should we put Harry Mudd? I'm going to list Harry Mudd and kick him off at a B-level villain. A B-level villain. his newer appearances by uh, Rain yep. Wilson as well? Okay. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. I, think, I feel like, first off, I mean, he was, he was pretty a sickening, gross guy, but he was hilarious and awesome at the same time. He was. Get a charm. Then Rain Wilson brought, brought the edge, right? Like, took him to that next <laughs> level. It kind of feels like two different characters. Kind of does. But... Yeah. Harry Mutt. <laughs> it's just hard to see how the guy that Rain Wilson plays mellows in his old age. So it's a very different... It, it, that, that character, especially that episode in season one of Discovery where Rain Wilson is playing Mud and he's like got uh, Lorca in the time loop. 
and he's so killing he him over him. and over again yeah. and whatever. He's getting his revenge on him. Uh, but then we find out he's mirror Lorca, and so I guess it's supposed to make it better, but I don't know. It, there is a lot to unpack there with Harry Mudd. He's kind of not a villain as much as a lovable rogue, I think is how he was always meant to be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, he's you a know. slaver and a pimp. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got me there. Uh, he's like old, old guy. The old one from TOS, I would put in B for sure. Rain Wilson, I'm not as big high on his performance, but whatever. yeah. Well, he, he's one like yeah. He's one of these characters that we've had uh, two actors give two different takes on him. Um, I would almost say he's a C level villain. I would even drop him down. I don't even know if he did. I'm, I'm with you on that, Dave. I'm with you on that. There's not a lot of threat there. I mean, unless you're Lorca and he's murdering you a million times, I guess. But, yeah. And he doesn't have any grand schemes. He's a... Yeah. Any, what do you think, Ashley? I agree with C. I feel like he's just kind of a thorn in the side. Yeah. All right. Well, that's okay. consensus. All right. So, All right. moving on from Harry Mudd. Um, how do you guys feel about Landrew? <laughs> <laughs> about landrew landrew the smart computer man um on the on the planet beta that's a good episode i like that one uh Uh, festival 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 yeah um landrew like he's no agamus i'll tell you that Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's true uh who are you throwing it to dave um, Ashley Landrew was outsmarted by Kirk, uh, one of his many attempts to outsmart a computer and by just talking it to death, and he did. So, yeah. can can we put Landrew on the S tier, or is he much further down from that? I was thinking more like F tier. Uh, yeah, I put Landrew at like D. D tier. Like, if someone can talk you into exploding, you're, you're like, come on. <laughs> You've got some issues and some uh, defects. Yeah, I think Landers maybe down. Is he is he um, as bad as Toral <laughs> and Ronan? I, I like Toral and yeah, he might be I like those two better than him actually. <laughs> he might, be, yeah. yeah, he might Maybe's be an F here. Well, because I think too he, he can't be that bad. The Batons went back to him. True, they did go back to him, so he's he's D level maybe, guys. Here you can come up, I, just barely. How he's would you rate bar- his leadership techniques? That's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, clearly, you know. I mean, yeah. d- <laughs> don't don't be dissing Landrew. There's no way that people will ever reelect you into a despotic rule if you're a terrible leader. I mean, that would never happen. Yeah, he did a little better. Okay, like I feel like he had thousands of years, maybe or hundreds of years of, of having this cult on on the planet Beta, whatever. So, I think that was a little wink and a nod from the American perspective there. Uh huh, a little bit, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder how many indictments Landrew had. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of irrelevant anyway, aren't they? Yeah, it's just um, not even real. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Let's okay, go. who's your next one, Davin? We did we did Bach already, didn't we? Yeah. Um, okay, here's a good one. Armus. <gasps> the now skin of evil. This Oh, I'm gonna throw this one just because of the sound he made. Jeff. Bro, Ar- Armus is a hero. <laughs> <laughs> a hero. Here it is. Hot take. 
Okay, this is going to be good. Killing Tasha Yarov was a mercy kill. It was. I, uh, it was. Yeah. I, 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 even when it happened back in, what was that, 87, I was like 10 years old, and I watched it happen, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good with this. <laughs> well, he that was also was. really mean to Deanna Troy, yeah. uh, and he was really malevolent, and then they left, and he was like, no! He was all like Darth Vader before Darth Vader. Right. So I think uh, Armis is kind of a scary monster kind of a villain. Um, I think he's at least a, a C. I think he's at least a C. I'm thinking maybe even an A. Really? I was I was gonna I yeah. was gonna start him at like a B, but I can see an A. I mean, they had to oh, quarantine that's the whole in planet. the middle between my A and Dave C. Maybe a B. There. I don't know. A B. He like, could be A. Like Tasha went through that whole war and everything. Like she was a warrior, and he killed her. And Boom. also, like, it was shocking because you don't expect a main character to die in the first season and not even the final episode of the first season. Just... And it's so random. It's not even like yeah, in this dramatic, yeah. like, like, hero death. It's like this re- meaningless, random kind of moment in the in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But it set up her real hero's death in yesterday's Enterprise. Exactly. There was that whole thing in Lower Decks where they were making fun of Armus. They're like, "Hey, you're, you know, we can." <laughs> and they were know. teasing him. They were tormenting yeah. him. Yes. Yeah. And he was not happy about it. So so mean. Armus as an A level. I don't know. Does that feel right for everybody? Or are you? Saying, I think is B. That... I feel better with a B. I'm good with B. Yeah, he's B level. All right. Okay. He's his. He's yeah, he's his. He's with peanut hamper. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> all right. I have. I, ha- I have a. Higher I ha- than- He's higher than Peanut Hamper. Well, uh, he's higher. Uh, Peanut Hamper like he is. He's on the same Peanut level. As, well, he can go ahead of her in the order. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's ahead of Peanut Hamper. Secondary, secondary rankings. Ever gets sentient, Worf better yeah. watch out. Good All right. point, Norman Buckwald. Who's whose pick is it now, Devin? Uh, me, you. I picked Aramis. Okay. Well, I have a one. I have a provocative one for the panel to consider here. Um. Uh, Locutus of Bork. Oh, Dave, controversial edition. I've, controversial I was, edition I here. I felt about it. Because is he just a victim or is he a true villain? But <laughs> I think he may be one of the great villains of Star Trek. Locutus of Bork. My vote may be to st- strike him from the list. Ashley, what do you say? To me, he's a victim, and whatever you like, you can say that they used Picard's knowledge against him, but that's the Borg using it. His knowledge. It's not Picard choosing to do. But he has a name. No he's a he has, he's a Borg though. with a name. He wasn't strong enough. But but that doesn't make him a villain. Um, I think he well, just like him on the screen that that finale, a best of both worlds, part one, where he's like you know uh, number one. He calls him number one, right? And like it's kind of like this villainous kind of effect. And then he's on the Enterprise. He's like. You know, talking to uh, Worf, he's like, Klingon, you will be one with the Borg. And he's like, you know, your species, I like my species the way it is. So there's kind of some villainous moments with with Locutus. He's kind of a distinct character from Picard. Uh, and I think maybe a villain in his own right. Not buying it. Curious yeah. what you think, Ashley. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's, I don't think he's a villain. I think he's yeah a, a tool. He's a puppet. Yep. Yeah, you didn't get a good Stick shot. Him from in, the record. 
Yeah, you didn't get a good shot of the back end of his uh, outfit, but if you did, you'd see a hole that the Borg Queen's hand went into and it was just <laughs> yeah. like sock puppeting him. You could see All the right. anguish on his face. He's like, I don't want to say these things. All right. We're going to take him off the list, guys. Off the list. He's All a right. G-tier. G-tier. Uh, I'll pick an actual villain. Jody Simpson, Enterprise and <laughs> Jody Simpson so coming in. So, the thing about Jody is he doesn't like Worf. He's very mean to Lieutenant Uhura. Very mm. mean. And, you know, he picks on me some. So, I would say at least A tier. <laughs> I would say S tier. Um, oh. be... He is pretty good. You know, he's right up there with that cargo container. Ashley? For picking on Worf? Yes. Well, he's mean to her too. Remember? Yeah, he hates Worf just like the cargo container. They would actually team up. That would be like Worf's like syndicate of villains, like the city in City of Six or whatever. <laughs> would also include Jody and this cargo container. And uh... I mean, you're right, Dave. He's a Kaiwin equivalent, like S tier. S tier. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll leave. No objections. There. All right. Yeah. Next All right. Vi- <laughs> next villain. Uh, how about Nagulam? Oh yeah, Nagilim uh, from the episode. Um, what is this episode called? <laughs> You're right, Sam. Um, uh, where silence I mean, has lease is the name the of the episode. The thing about Nagilim is obviously the he's all powerful sort of, uh-huh. but like he's just a curious child. Like he's, he never has any malicious intent. He kills that guy. He makes that guy go out of curiosity. Ah! Because he didn't right? understand death and he wanted to see what it looked like. Well, it was kind of, you know, and then they're like, stop it. Like, he's a villain, I'd say. Yeah, because he he's like, like, stop. He's like, no, like, I want to learn more. I'm going to do more. Yeah. He's like the worst villain because he's not intentional. He's just, he is. He's like a child who's like, I'm just going to destroy the playground. Yeah, he has no regard. It's, you know, there's no, there's no. Um, but there's no I just don't like, think there's a lot of, like, there's not a lot of evil there. I think he's more uh, like accidentally evil, kind of like some of these D tier guys. Is it evil like or is it curiosity? Or... Like misdirected it, curiosity. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what it is. Right. So he's not an S tier villain. He could have killed them all pretty easily. God, uh, he's, he's the embodiment of an adverse childhood experience, right? Like he. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I but uh, I don't. In ter- he's a villain, but he's like he's kind of a like I don't know. You wouldn't want to run into him. So he's powerful. And so there's also like that factor, but he was also kind of like, they didn't even really know how to reason with him. How did they get out of that again? He's like Laws. Laws is the most equivalent character we have on here so far. Yeah, that's a great comparison. Well, Laws is all the way down here in D tier. So yeah. and that's where he should be, I think. Because I feel like he's, he's more just... powerful than Laws, but also the performance yeah. wasn't as good. So I think it kind of yeah. washes. Yeah. And Laws was kind of actually a little more murderous, like just because he didn't mind stabbing that Klingon and he knew it would hurt him. <laughs> He's like, it wasn't a curiosity stab. And he was uh, <laughs> disturbingly racist. So, and disturbingly racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe a Nagilum lot of them are. We don't know. Right. We don't know. Yeah. They don't um, even know. Uh, how racist? Right. Disturbingly. That's it. Disturbingly. <laughs> At a disturbing level, which is to go that's pretty much any level, but yeah. All right. Well, here's, okay, here's one. This is a, a new edition, but I'm going to, Go right ahead and say it. This is S tier for me. Okay. Kivas Fajo. Oh. 
Kivas Kivas Fajo is so friggin' e- like he was the character I mentioned last episode where I said some of these guys are just good because we're all like they all think they're the good guy. Kivas Fajo is the delightfully evil guy. Yeah, he knows he's evil. He owns it, and he enjoys it. And he tries to like maximize his evil enjoyment. He's like, How yeah, that phaser that was like, it kills you like evil. slowly. It was like an illegal phaser that was like going to like boil you slowly alive. Like, yeah, it's like in the most torturous pain. way. The yeah. episode, the most toys, uh, from the third season like, of Next Gen. Like he's almost the most evil of all of these characters because Maybe. he just owns. He's very sadistic. Yeah. He's yeah. very greedy. He uh, he tries to make Data his pet, right, or like, part of his collection. And, and that woman try- who is like supposedly he had some attachment to, he's just like, eh, now I'm going to kill you now. Right. Like, he He's the worst. And Data was Great ready performance. to Remember, Data was ready to kill him. Awesome Data, Data like pulled the trigger, but then he got beamed away. And they're like, did oh, you fire? Such a good did- episode. Yeah. Did you fire that gun, Data? And he was like, oh, I don't know. Who knows? You know, he kind of just walks <laughs> off. And-, and Data's just cold hearted reasoning, too. He's just like, if you persist, I will have to take. Yeah, I think he was like, well, my my ethical sub uh, program is saying it's okay to take you out. You're like too dangerous. So maybe he actually says something like my ethical subroutines can't allow you to harm me. Yeah. Like he, he has to protect himself as well. And others, yeah, I think it makes sense. And Saul Rubinek, right? I mean, what a great portrayal on top of it. It's perfect. One of my favorite actors. Yeah. He's amazing. He's great in Warehouse 13, too. Just mm. a show, but he's great in it. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good show, actually. I I'll I'll sign off on on S tier for Kivas Fa show. Ashley, you good with S tier? Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. I am yes. Well, Jeff, whether you are or not, it's because oh, I hardcore am big time. Yeah. One of the most memorable villain performances, I think, of TNG. Yeah. Well, one right, I think they tried to mirror, uh, repeat, and Voyager, and not quite as well. Who? As, as played by another Canadian actor, Saul Rubinick. Yeah. The mirror was uh, the Jason Alexander dude. Was that Masterpiece Society? Uh, oh, the um, yeah, the think tank. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Can we, let's go to we uh, Duras. Duras, son of Gerard? Duras, son of Gerard, from, who killed Kalar, uh, mm, mother of Alexander. Um and he kind of uh, almost defines the shittiness of Duras. Like when you think how shitty Duras's are, he's sort of the one you think about. Yeah, he's like he was a really bad guy. He um uh, yeah. like his his dad was the one who betrayed at Kittimer. Um yep. and then he but that then he put that dishonor on to Worf, who had to go into discommodation. Then like all that yeah. then he then he then Kalar found it out and was gonna expose it all, and then he kills her. And then Worf goes Which and kills sucks, him. sucks, because she was awesome. Susan yeah. Blackson's always awesome, but that Kalar character specifically was so awesome. I would have loved to have gotten more episodes with her. So he's a bastard. Right. Forget and you can only imagine if he had teamed up with his sisters in any episode, they would have even been more formidable, right? Like They uh, hated him, though. They even mentioned how they thought he was like an idiot and a dick. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, they did. There's yes. some Beto don't care for old Duroth. Well, he was an idiot too, but like, like even uh, his own family hates him. What does that tell you? Where do we put a guy like that? Like nobody. Likes him. <laughs> um, I think he's high up on the list. I think he's in the top three uh, tiers. Um, I'm not sure exactly. Really? Where to... Yeah. I I think he. It's listen. It's his fault that we had to suffer Alexander and TNG. So he's up there. <laughs> he's the, he is the biggest, the biggest villain of them all because. 
if she if she hadn't died, we wouldn't have had Alexander. Right. Not as much, yeah, for sure. Maybe the one and that's it. I, I feel like I would start him at a B just yeah, because B, like everything he did led to that little mini Klingon Civil War and redemption. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. He like even like, but he he was uh, he was basically the most spoiled rich kid as well because he was sort of just like from this family that was really important and was too big to to fail. So therefore, he had to be protected. But he was kind of a an idiot. And then when like Kalar, who was just happy to burn down the uh, the old like um, conventions of the empire and like all the old houses and 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 whatever, and she was and then he kills her on the Enterprise. Right, yeah, you know? he gets away with it. Yeah, he was. He was, uh, and then so Worf just is like, nope, and then goes and kills him. And then Worf gets a gets oh, stripped yeah, he down, did kill him. Yeah, he right. In that. Backhand in the other episode. Uh, well, there's, there's all, there's two episodes with Duras, right? So, oh, right, right. He backhands yeah. him in the other one. I think a B level is acceptable for Duras because of the Kalar murder, which seems so brutal. It seems like he yeah. like. Cause she's still alive when he finds her, right? So it's like and she had he, a small child, and he knew that. Yeah. What I'll yeah. caveat the B with though is there are some other Klingons of the family we're going to look at, and they'd better be at a higher tier than him. So I think. Yeah. Like yeah. That's a thing to consider. If if, if you sta- if you put him at a B, then like everyone, like every Dur- like the Duras sisters are going to mm-hmm. probably go to an A. Do they at want? Least. Do you want? Do you? Yeah. He maybe. I'm going to go down to C for him. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'm fine with C. I don't think he's as bad as Alexis. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. Or Armus. Or Armus. He's not up there with Vatic. Okay, this one's back to me. So I will pick Arn Darvin. Arn Charlie Brill. Arn Darvin. Hello, Charlie Brill. Uh, from the Trouble with Tribbles and. Oh. What Sorry. are you doing here? We're going to Google. We better get some Google money for that sponsorship. <laughs> well, all right, I hit the on my mouse. Not Sorry. holding my breath. Charlie Brill, Arn Darvin. Um, uh, I mean, he doesn't really do much. He's almost like an F tier, isn't he? Like, doesn't he's much. a hero of the Empire, right? Uh, he was, you know, he was uh, the trials and tribulations and the trouble tribbles. He got the time orb. He went back in time. He was going. He he, he was going to get a statue. He thought, right? You know. Um, well, I think I think if you look at him just in the trouble with tribbles, he's like a D or F tier. Like it's kind of. But when you add trials and tribulations, and you have that whole like the context of what he was doing, it doesn't bring him up much but maybe d or c uh he just had a lot i don't know he was very intentional about what he did he's not even the biggest villain in those episodes yeah that's a good point it's a really the tribbles are the biggest villains true and even you know what cardassians drink in the morning fish juice hot fish juice (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh appreciate a nice fish juice he's a d-level villain probably right at best He's de- he's he's down there with, with Cybok and Landru. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that works. All right. My next pick is Wayun. Oh my. Wayun. Wayun, which one? All of them. 
Um, oh, you know, I had eight Wei-Yun different Wayun uh, banners here. They all say Wayun. Water are immune to most forms of poison. <laughs> Comes in handy when you're a diplomat. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're working with the Cardassians. Uh, yeah. S tier. S tier villain. I got it. Somebody, but that's yeah, I, I I have to be on S tier with you, you know. Um, I have to admit, I find it somewhat disturbing seeing you working for these Federation, Federation people. Yeah. He was really good. He could also be very threatening at times. Mm-hmm. The Dominion has endured for 2,000 years and will continue to endure long after the Federation has crumbled into dust. Yes. In a, I say, but like, even... He's not even like that. He seems like that complete stooge, but he's not. Because Demaric did convince him to kill Odo. Yep. Which he was against at first. He's like, all right, fine, we'll do it. I like, well, and I think he can he, even be bad. like an overarching enemy against like Jake and Nog when they're trying to trade a baseball. Like that. Like he is. Yeah. S for Secofant. I think he's right yeah. up there with Ducat. You know, like how can you? Yeah. Because like, even if they manage, but... even if they manage to kill him. He's coming back. Like he was a great villain, yeah. because you know, even if something happens, we're gonna see him again. Mm-hmm. Until the end, where she's like, "Oh damn, that was my last way." Right until you, they, Mister yes. Ma- or uh, Multiplicity, Michael Keaton, him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How delightful! The mysterious plots, the subtle innuendo, the veiled threats—it's also entertaining. All right. Well, here's here's, here's one for uh, Ashley. Old lady Kess. <laughs> oh God, D tier. D tier. My vote's gonna be for F. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Old lady Kess. She was going to sell them out to the Vidians, guys. Um. <laughs> Because she was confused and had Alzheimer's or something. I was yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense. Like I didn't get it. And she just comes back angry and more she comes back angry and she who does she kill? Balana, right? Like or whatever. She kill anyone? She no, but like she does when she first comes onto the into engineering. I think, uh, and then like they change the timeline. But oh. she was gonna sell them out to the Vidians, and it was all this whole thing. She was pretty scary when she's coming down that hallway and like things are blowing yeah. up behind her. That's a cool but, scene. Yeah, but um, and she's very malevolent. And then, like you know, the younger Kess tries to reason with her, and she doesn't care. And then ultimately, Janeway Kess to kill her, and it kind of changes the timeline where they know that Kess is going to go bad in the future, so they prepare for it, and therefore they're able to get out of it. So, but she was kind of like a, she kind of beat them, right? So she was kind of an effectual villain. I think she's more effectual than Sela. She she didn't win. She she did the first. She almost yeah. won the first time. She lost. She ended up ultimately got she got thwarted in her in the past. But she she beat the present day Voyager uh, and used her using their warp core to go back in time uh, and becoming like this temporal villain. I say C level. Oh, that's crazy. D. Ashley. I'm still D. Jeff. I could live with. I could definitely live with C. Um, but I don't. I, I, I'm feeling D with her. Okay. Well, I made my case for old Kess, old lady Kess. Old Kess. I, oh, I never did. found her threatening. It was just confusing and annoying because I didn't want to really see Kess again. No offense, Kess. Agreed. I, yeah. I, 
yeah, I don't want to bag on her, but J- J- Jennifer Lean just didn't. She didn't have that gear. Yeah. No. All right. Well, I guess that's it for Cass. All right. Um. Badgie. From Star Trek Lower Decks. God. A walk. I'll be right. <laughs> I don't like this character too much myself. Um, I don't know if you guys have an opinion on Badgie. I, I, uh, you know, being a user of OG Microsoft Word, he holds a special place in my heart, right? Inspired by Clippy and all that, but... Uh... Right. Well, and written by... Uh, so, the, he was... The episode where he first shows up was written by John Cochran from Survivor, uh, you know, so who won a, a season of that. A couple of the Survivor guys went on to become writers on Lower Decks. Um, and I, I cover, like, Survivor on the uh, Super Mater Brothers podcast. Uh, How is remember? it Survivor is, like, a like an entry point to writing for Star Trek and Star Trek podcast isn't, but anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell you that, but uh, I'm not a big fan of this character. I would start him for me at an F F F <laughs> yeah. didn't work. He's kind of yeah. a personal Agreed. villain, isn't he? Like if it's not for Rutherford, he doesn't right. Right. Yeah. He's just in the hollow deck. Just don't go in there and open his program. You're yeah. fine. Yeah, he's not. He, I, Which he I'm does not, do again. He calls on Badgie a second time, but yeah, uh, uh, nah, didn't work for me. It was too silly. That's yeah. when like yeah. it kind of bled into Rick and Morty territory a little bit. Badgie is back. <laughs> Although my amazing partner did paint me a Badgie that's beautiful and I love and I have in my office, but that doesn't uh, that doesn't raise him a tear. Just actually makes him <laughs> makes him more fun. I like Peanut Hamper and I like Agamus, but I don't like Badgie. So that's how yeah. I'll I'll leave it there. All right, Davin. All right. Well let's go with uh um Valeris. Valeris from Star Trek Six, the Undiscovered Country. The Treks in the City. <laughs> Another Canadian actor. Yep. I mean, Star Trek has got a lot of Canadian actors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kim Cattrall. I really put her on a similar tier as General Chang. Right. So a. Um, both were trying. Like their motivations were similar. Right. You know. Right. Hold that old guard. Um, the betrayals are the also and charm, but uh, and she kills those guys, I like guys that like were the assassins, right? Um, she cold blood kills them, like by shooting them in the head with her phaser, right? And then she was going that when she find out, she thinks that the, how they get her is like they're like, oh no, they survived, and then she tries to go and finish the job, mm-hmm. and then Spock's like, well, you have to shoot, but she doesn't shoot, right? So she had a little bit, uh, whatever, but then she, then yeah, and then Spock does that whole thing where he like. Does the mind meld against her? Uh, Would you guys food. like to hear about Sabo? <laughs> I have a pa- I have a pair right over here. You have a right. pair of Sabo? Yeah, yeah. they wooden shoes. I thought I heard some clacking from the floor. Yeah, I throw them into my podcast feed regularly, and it's reflected <laughs> in my uh, revenue numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Would it have been Sabo better God. if Valeris had been not Valeris, but rather um, Savic? Savic, yeah. Are like you supposed to be Savic? That's I think originally I mean. that was the idea, and then they 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 couldn't get. Oh wow! And then so they ulti- they ultimately made this new character. They could recast Savic a third time. Who cares? Sure. Like, yeah, no one would have cared. 
<laughs> yeah, it would have been better if she was Savic. For me, she's more like a Soren. I would put her more at a B myself. She doesn't have the charm of Chang. She's not as memorable as Chang. Ashley, we get like you get Jeff made the point. If they remove Chang from Undiscovered Country, it wouldn't be a very good movie. You could remove Valeris from it, and it would still have Chang in yeah, great. It's a good point. <laughs> yeah, good I'm point. with Davin. More of a B, a little more forgettable than the rest of those in A. Yeah, all right. She's no she's, All right, I'll, all right. True. Valeris. Okay. Uh, moving on to Cal Hudson. Cal Hudson, okay. The Maquis leader from the two-parter The Maquis in Star Trek. He betrayed his uniform! He betrayed his uniform, but Cisco was way more forgiving of him than he was to Michael Eddington. That's for sure. Uh, He never liked Eddington. Even though, yeah. uh, (laughs) No. Cisco doesn't like Canadians. No. My lucky loony. Right. Um, I think that Cal Hudson... I don't know. Like we find out that he dies anyway somewhere down the line against the Cardassians. And how much but... of a villain is he? Like we were, we've been kind of wishy-washy on how he's not much of a villain. He's more he's he's more of like he's like a Chakotay equivalent. So he's probably yeah. like if you're gonna put him at an Eddington um, equivalent though, but he's just not as cool. He's he's the he is uh, Chakotay to he's Janeway's Chakotay to Eddington, right? Like sort of a thing, which would basically make him an F tier. Yeah, he's F tier. He's an F two yeah. villain. All right, yeah, Cal had really a villain. He was a good guy, like, but he was on the wrong side. Yeah, was he? Well, it, that, we could debate the, the Maquis another deep dive. <laughs> we'll so. do that on we do that on debate nine. Yeah. We have a show for that. Um, we'll get you on there sometime, Jeff. Heck yes. Yeah. Uh, all right, here's a good one, and here's uh, one, Jeff. I want to hear your critiques on his leadership style. Arctis Baran. Arctis Baran from the Gambit. Uh, where is he? I'm trying. To, there he is. Fine leader of a starship. He had those devices that could like may, give you pain or he kill may you. Put shock chips right. in you, but um, but you know that's a leadership style. So you know, how, how do you feel about that? I feel like it's a it's a leadership style that worked really well in like the fifties sixties uh, time frame. Uh, it worked well enough that two generations past were still in therapy, uh, recovering from the impacts of that leadership style. Uh, not good. Not good. But it is a thing. He's a pretty bad guy. Like the leadership soapbox for a minute. Like for managers, mm. leaders, and stuff out there, understand, mm. please, that like you have such an impact on people's personal lives and their families, and sometimes that's even generational. So like, stop being a dick and just be mm-hmm. cool. Like, please, yeah. for God's sake, just be cool. Just be cool. Be cool. I I think like, that Brand belongs. His job because his manager wasn't cool. Came in, tore a strip off of something. It wasn't even his fault. And he's like, well, see ya. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think Baran belongs at a C level. I think he's dangerous, but not exactly memorable either. You know, he's sort of just, um, you know. Well, I, I like that episode a lot. Um, he's not the best villain in that episode. No. But they're both pretty good, I think. I'm fine with C. Yeah. Or even D. C level, I think he's better than Old Kess. Yeah, well, Old Kess should be an how did she <laughs> I think she had a few merits. Uh, that one scene, honestly, that one scene of her tearing down the corridor. Yeah, that, that's cool. That's worth a tear. Yeah, that's yeah, worth that's, that's where the villain thing. Right that was there. that was Kess's high point. Yeah. Period. Is it my pick? Yeah. 
All right. Um, I'm going to go with Osira from Star Trek Discovery Season right. th- 3? Was it? I didn't get that far. So I can't comment. <laughs> um, Jeff, can you help me out here? Yeah. Um, God, I... She could have been a B tier. Like there was there was B tier potential in her, but it did not hit. Um, yeah. I think I, I see. She was on Discovery and they miss. They don't hit. They don't they <laughs> take some big they take big swings. And you know, I mean yeah. that that's cool, but gosh, that's batting averages. Well, there's a reason. The, 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 they don't have enough skill in the writing room. That's the biggest problem with that show. I feel like they have like their little group that all like agree with each other on everything, so no one ever like says, That's a shitty idea, don't do that. Yes, Dad, I totally agree with that. Yeah. They, <laughs> no, they no have control. They need an Ira Bear who's just like, that sucks. They have some <laughs> ideas that would be great episodes, but don't need to be entire seasons. Ira Bear needed an Ira Bear to tell him some of his ideas sucked, <laughs> too, though. No, so. he didn't. DS9's perfect. Come on. you the, Your most hated episode, like the Roggers, the Darker Night or whatever, you know? Oh, um, you that's know, written by him. So somebody like, did tell him that sucked. That was supposed to be worse. Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. He needed somebody telling him for some he of did. his ideas. You're right, he did, but he did have that person. Yeah. yeah. But back to Osira, the leader of the Emerald Chain in Star Trek Discovery. Uh she's the she's kind of a gangster, but then she tries to join the like make this deal Orion like this. Syndicate? Yeah, no, she's the Emerald Chain because there's no Orion Syndicate oh, right. anymore in, in right. the in this uh thirty second century. It's this um uh Andorian Orion Alliance. Um uh, she's like uh, the one who plays her. She's like the niece of Margot Kidder, who yeah. played Lois Lane. <laughs> yeah, um, interesting. I think I think she was well Looks portrayed. Like wow. I think the idea was cool, but the writing was garbage. And if she wasn't going opposite of Admiral the Mummy Returns, then right. she would have been utter garbage. Yeah. Do you know yeah. our friend Michael Chan was in that season, and he was uh, he was Admiral Vance's right hand. Yeah, he was like <laughs> he was he was like uh, yeah Admiral Vance's like gopher guy who was like yeah. he didn't actually have a name. He's just called Lieutenant of um, Headquarters. We call him LT Chan. Yeah, <laughs> LTG Junior Grade. You have to emphasize yeah. the Junior Grade, right? The Junior um, Grade. But uh, I would say Osira is a D level or maybe a C level at best. I think C level is generous, D. but C, yeah. no, not D. C D D just because her writing is kind of bad. She has D like this, discovery. she, she has like this big final showdown with, um, Michael Burnham. That's kind of dumb. It was so dumb. <laughs> yeah. It just made no, I mean, it, if, if you take it on its own, it was cool, but like in any context, it just falls apart. Yeah, yeah, it was it was so kind of like Burnham okay, whatever. Michael Burnham, I come in peace, but she didn't hear her, and they fought anyway. Yeah, all right, Osira, you come in. Pe- you, I come in peace. You go in pieces. We're leaving you in D, but let's even then it's generous. Um, okay. I think F, but I didn't see it, so I'm just. Do we want to hit her down to F? I'll hit her down to F. I if, you know, I, I don't know. If the writing shit, then what are we giving her a D for? She was kind of bad. Yeah. I think the portrayal, I think her acting was good. I think the, the portrayal mm-hmm. was good. She's just holding yeah, on. I think she's holding on to the edge there at D. Okay. All right. I'm going to move on to Dreadnought. Dreadnought. Okay. Dreadnought from Star Trek Prodigy. Kind of a scary robot. He's uh, a, he, he is. Uh, he's more dread- threatening than like a Laws or a Core or Sela. Like He's almost a C just because he actually tries to like infiltrate your ship and destroy you i think he did he kind of took over the ship for a while i think to ashley's point in part one of this though he is such a star wars villain yeah right he looks like a star wars villain he's general grievous right yeah yeah 
Yeah, he's kind of the grievous yeah. there. Um, An offspring is a liability. Emotions can be exploited. Nothing yeah, against General Grievous, though. I like General Grievous. The guy who does the voice is uh, Jimmy Simpson uh, from Westworld and other things. Um, you know, he's super like, good. Yeah, he's good at it, but... Yeah. I advise getting rid of the Admiral by throwing her out of an airlock. He is very, like, intimidating. He's very physically intimidating. He's very dangerous. He's very um, uh, uh, effective. I say he's a C-level villain. I would fight that. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Good. Um, all right. Well, we've been talking about him a lot. Agamus. Agamus. Um, Played I, by the great Jeffrey. Jeffrey Combs. Combs. I have a couple. I'm going to throw uh, this one out to Ashley. I mean, I really like Agamus. <laughs> um, I'm going to go A. He's I like, am Agamus. I will produce a whole fleet of murder drones. Yeah, see, he's like he's like Kivas Fajo. He's just like delightfully evil, and he loves it. Yeah, he's like, like he's almost S tier. Like he's so good. He's, yeah, I, I yeah. Him up to A. But they, they caught him. They did kind of foil him pretty easy. But. Right. Well, we'll see how, if him and Peanut Hamper teamed up. We'll do anything. But uh, that was kind of where we were left last time. But he's just. I love the way he switches gears though. He's just like, hey, let's be buddies. You should give me the keys, and I will watch them for you. And it's like what? <laughs> <laughs> I just love how he literally went from being a pile of garbage to like an existential threat. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's power yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. So we leaving him at A. Yeah, A for I think he's an A. He's an A level. I, S tier, I think, I is uh, he. He still has to earn that. I think, but yeah, you know, right. who's, who's he will? He might though. He might. He might. I think he might. Yeah. Uh, here. Who the hell are you? I am Agamus, <laughs> and I think you and I could do awful things together. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> They, they should build that up over the season and make that like the big finale. But we'll see. All right, A level for Agamus. Okay, my pick. Um, the Gorn. It's the Gorn. It's the Gorn. Uh, it's the Gorn. 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 Are we doing? He was forced to fight, was he not? The Gorn from the uh, specifically from the episode from Arena. The uh, yeah, uh, the uh, is he uh, even a villain? Okay. He was forced to fight. He was forced to fight. Yeah, by the uh, what were they called? Those uh, aliens. The uh, they weren't the Metrons. The no. It was an M. It was an oh, M the Metrons, thing. Right? The Metrons, maybe. Metrons. Uh, yeah. So the Gorn, he's like, I will find you, Kirk, and I will eat you, and I will make. I don't know. I feel like he's a victim. Yeah, he was Kirk. Yeah, Yeah. I think if we're if we're only doing the original series, Gorn, then he'd be like a D or an F. Because the only reason the only reason we even remember the Gorn is because he became a meme. Yeah, no way. He was awesome. He's so distinct looking. I'd say he's like a D level. But that's what I mean. That's what I mean by that's that's why we could. Remember him? Is they could sell Gorn masks. The, the episode things. was ridiculous. The Gorn versus Kirk. It's like the you know even even Cisco loved it. It yeah. was F like is epic. a victim. Well, he's like, I, he I was very malicious. Yeah, just strike him from the list. Strike but, him from the list. It was I could handle an F. It was silly, so it stuck in people. 
But Gordy down here and F. Jeff I mean, said he, it. He's Kirk. He's, yeah, he's Kirk. They're both just doing their thing, flying around, yeah. doing whatever. And Metron's like, nope, you're doing this. Hey, fight this bare-chested human. Like, come on now. All right, fine. F. All right, poor Gorney. It's the Gorney. Okay. Uh, Well, for this one, Jeff, remain Klingon. Kuzma, I am the Kuzma. As I say, you're too close to that Klingon territory. Just stick a bunch of... Phoenix in your mouth. I have a bunch of marbles in my mouth. I have to toss the Yeah. But, you know, he's an interesting character. Yes. The redesign of their language, the way they talk and the way they look was bad. But that's not the character. So I think especially if you dive into the comic books, you know, I think that's one of the things I appreciate that the modern Trek has done is, like, they've been, like, in a canon way, incorporated some of the novels in the in the comics. <laughs> Tell that get... to Dave. Dave always says, "If it's not on screen, it's not yeah. canon." It's not. It, it is. <laughs> when they bring in the showrunner and the writer of the episodes to write the exactly. backstory, more so. Okay, that I can see is more gray. Yeah, but... oh, yeah, it's canon-ish, right? Yes, but, right. Like when you get some of his backstory as a kid and how he found the sarcophagus ship and how he really like got into the stuff of Kalos, like he becomes a hero with that. But I think that for the for this dude is a is a villain. He launched. He he was shooting for the the war, you know, to unite the houses, and um, that war, just dis, despite how it was portrayed in Discovery, had ramifications through all the movies, even into TNG. I think he's. I would start him at C for the conversation. Yeah, his his, I, his his effects lingered. Like if, if yeah. you related Chang to being a, like a remain Klingon type last episode, so it's like the, the effect he had still like lingers. Through yeah, Chang Klingon exists society. because of Takuma. Takuma, and and I and I even covered this in in uh, one of my Discovery episodes. Like Takuma is Moses uh, for the Klingons. You know, he you yeah. know free us from this and let he us brought he out. brought the houses together. He did, yeah. Um, which they were all divided before that, seemingly, and so he's kind of. But then I could say he's like the Gord. He's more like uh, uh, not a villain, but a misunderstood personality. But then he also kind of does. But the didn't bad he things. start a war? He did start a war. He and was he, quite um, xenophobic because he like, takes like this uh, this ceasefire. Yep. He, he takes the ceasefire from this the, the admiral who is like played by the guy from the Breakfast Club, and then um, he <laughs> then he flies a ship into his ship. Right, yeah. so there's kind of like a bunch of uh, uh, treacherous, dishonorable. Um, Anthony work Michael here. Hall, yeah. Hmm. And yeah. I think also like his whole thing was weaponizing the we come in peace, right? You know, yeah. and so like he was building a cultural war um, yes. that he didn't understand, and so I think like, I love that a... response, dude. No, they don't. Yeah, right. So yes, I think he is a villain. I think sea level is worthy. I think he's you know better than. Am I the only person who thought? Season one of Discovery was actually the best season. <laughs> like, I enjoyed it. it. That, show, that show just lost me. They, they had a lot of momentum going, but then they sort of got scared and things changed. And I don't know. Like mm-hmm. So the, yes and no. And there's a lot to unpack just in season one of Discovery alone. But yeah, season two, I didn't really love. And um, Best thing about it was Pike. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Um, all right. Well, where do we have him? Where do we put Takuma? Oh, we left him at C. C for that? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Remain remain Klingon with the C. <laughs> uh, while we're talking about it, do you want you guys to talk about Vok? Also known as Ash Tyler. Vok, Vok, Vok. Even worse on the uh, accent than Takuma. Yeah, the albino Klingon. Son of none. Bro was a fanatic, right? Like to me, like this is the danger of a religious fanatic. Is right. Vok. He ate Georgiou. Yeah. Wasn't he Tyler? Yeah. He is Ash Tyler. He's that was well. dumb. <laughs> you make him F tier just for how stupid that was. But I love, but. I love though how it legitimized what Arn, Dar- Arn Darvin went through. Like in with yeah. Darvin, right, it was Arn like, Darvin oh, went through the uh, uh, thing. But we also, yeah. where did we leave Arn Darvin down here in D? Um, yeah. So does he belong with Arn? <laughs> Two Klingons. I don't think he's as good as Takuma. For me, I agree. I think he's meaner yeah. than Takuma, but he's didn't have an, the impact. Yeah. He snapped the neck of Colber. True. Yeah, because Takuma didn't see himself as mean. Like he's just like I'm a he's a fanatic. I think he's more evil than Takuma. Really? Well, Takuma's not evil. He's just effective. Um, yeah, I don't think he's as as effective as Takuma. No. So D level? And he just yeah. looks awful. Like he's he awful. I hated him every time he was on screen because he looks so awful. He looks so sweaty all the time. Yeah. And he doesn't look like a Klingon. That's like the most generic redesign of all time. That's every yeah. villain in every movie made in the space since the year two thousand and five. Like <laughs> Yeah. It's kind of disappointing to look back on. Okay, yeah, D D level. All right. Um, um All right. So let's move on to Admiral Valdor, played by Brian Thompson, of many Star Trek roles. I lost him. Here he is. There he is. Yep. You can't rec- you recognize that face anywhere. He's a Romulan. Oh, yeah. guy. up on him all the time, and you're like, yep, that's Brian Thompson. He's running the scheme <laughs> in Enterprise Season 4 against, uh, like, uh, trying to get the, the, the what will become the Federation worlds to kind of be distrustful of each other with like these holographic drone ships and stuff. Um, okay, hear me out. Hear me out on him. So we don't see a whole lot from him. We do see that whole scheme he does with the Enar and everything and that. Those yeah, the mind controls, um, which is was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool scheme. Um, but be beyond that, we do know that an entire ship class ends up being named after him, yeah. the Valdor class. So he must be hugely big time in the Romulan Empire. So mm-hmm. that's something to keep in mind. And the Valdor classes are freaking gorgeous. Where's my Valdor class? He's he, yeah, The thing gorgeous. is, like, yeah, he's malevolent, but his villain, what, like, his whole scheme ultimately brings those Federation planets closer together, and ultimately, like, he helps create. So, so he's kind of like, a, like almost like this uh, necessary evil that kind of leads to a greater good. Um, but yeah, his failure was was you know the good guys victory thing. Where oh thanks mm. thanks for trying. You brought us together. Yeah, so that's kind so of his he's, legacy. He's the hero of the Federation. He is him and Archer. They were the true founders. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole thing of the Anar seemed very kind of sadistic. So I think he was you know a bad guy all around. Oh yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I think he's more effectual than Sela. Um, I don't yep. feel like he's up at the B level, you know, for me. Mm. So I leave him at the C. And C. Of... Yeah. Yeah. He was Nero. He's a Romulan with a scheme. He's another Nero, scheme in Romulan. They got All plans. the Romulans have schemes. 
yeah. Too. We have more Romulans to talk about, so uh, <laughs> that's a segue. Well, throw one up then. Shinzon. No, he's not a Romulan. Um, he's a Reman. He's a Reman, but he's also a human. F. 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 F tier. F for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's an yeah, another. I mean, could have been so great, so much potential there, and just just would have yeah, a wet fart. Yeah. I'm gonna make a case for he's a D level villain mm-hmm. in a bad movie. Um, that's written really bad. For me, he's what makes it a bad movie. But he I think the that thing that makes Tom that Hardy and the really girlfriend. Tom Hardy really tries in this he performance, did. and I think like he deserves a little bit more credit than an F level. I, I think he. I think if you take the Viceroy away from him, he's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he... Viceroy was way cooler. And more of a villain. Is he as yeah, good as Vok? he Vock? was a mind rapist. Do you think he's he's worse than Vok? And the salt vampire? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather was... watch I would rather watch the Salt Vampire episodes six times in a row <laughs> wow. than rewatch that movie. <laughs> wow. I uh, I have not watched that movie in probably fifteen years. It hasn't gotten better. It's no, no I won't watch it. It doesn't <laughs> if jo- exist. If Jody was here, he'd be he'd be throwing down because he always defends That's that fine. movie. Uh, every movie he has is bad It's okay. He's an S tier villain. We don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shinzon. Okay, that's I've 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 made my case for Shinzon. I don't think it was enough. You lost. Yeah, just like Shinzon. Yeah, just um, like him. He helped kill Data. He was kind of responsible for his Data's death. Yeah, that turned uh, out great. Yeah, my, <laughs> true. Okay, uh, Davin, pick. Okay, let's get him. Let's go with. Uh, Kai Win. No, we oh. did her already. No, we already did her. My bad. I just didn't delete You can just okay. look up here and just see. Here's an equally look. cool one, maybe. Enobrintane. Enobrintane. Great character. Love when he's on screen. So he's yeah. used to be. <laughs> yeah. No, he's really fun. And he's super smart and maniacal, man. Like, well, he's got a complex and fascinating arc too. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's like. Uh, we'll have he's to like, be more careful next time, Elam. When he's talking like to Garrick the there, and he's bottom. like, "I should have killed your mother before you were born." Yeah, you know, I should have killed your mother. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's one of his like last little things he's like he's like you know what I should have killed her right. you know come, come but you're not my son he's just such a dick like, come on man. he's like will you stop uh, you know like, um so she's like for just this one time tell the truth <laughs> like, no. that was it he said like I'm proud of you that this day time jumped on or the something horse. Like, that time that yeah. day he's like that one day is all he says to him he's like yeah. you're not my son but I was proud of you that one day what I, I I'm gonna well, put him I'm gonna put him up at, awful at, at I'm gonna start him at a B and I would even say he's almost a. an A but he's kind of like he's an, he's an A for me he's an A yeah, because he he had a whole like s- he had a scheme like, working with the Romulans to try to like destroy the founders he like he had all he had yep. schemes he had like a lot of going on and, and he was, for all the things for all the things that Garrick has done 
and all of the stuff that people say, like the stuff that he just lets roll off his back and, and like all these things happen and he's like, whatever. And then he's reduced to being this like child vying for his dad's attention. Like, yeah, the fact that he can reduce Garrick to that is puts him up at at least an A. Yeah. Yeah. Look at these, these Cardassians rising to the top. Let's is he the Space best? Nine. Do you think Space he's Nine is also so much better written than everything else? Yeah, yeah. He might, he might even be S tier, guys. Like, I think he's like if we're saying Solar and Prin is S tier and Goldman. Solar and Prin was S tier just for being so evil, but yeah, um, and so broken. And, and just it. Well, you know, I wouldn't argue S tier for Tane. Yeah, because I mean, we know he did some bad things. Yep. And it's never just stopped. confusing because he never really directly targets our hero characters. Right. Like he's, and he, and he never... He, he makes oh, Garrick torture Odo, too, yeah. right? With that device. Yeah, he does. And you, you know? never get to find out everything he's done and just how bad it is because he's a spy. Like, you just... You don't know. You never get a true story. Remember that time you interrogated that guy and you just stared at him for three hours? Five. <laughs> man they follow up on that so well in the stitch in time novel you yes. ever read that one jeff so oh. good the audio version's out now so that's what i've heard and andrew robinson uh robinson yep. narrates that bad boy yeah to me that book is 100 percent canon and i justify saying that because he was wrote it while playing the role to inform the character mm-hmm. he was playing it's like it's the backstory of that character well, it's they. They will have to see if they ever produce it on screen. Uh, Use screens. Get with the yeah. times. No one watches screens anymore. <laughs> uh, right. can, can we talk about the the? What, what, we're talking about the, some of these big ones. Let's talk about the the, yeah, the right. founder, female changeling, the the Dominion uh, leader. Mixed feelings. Played by Salome Jens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really evil. Remember at the end, she's just like. Um, uh, kill the Cardassians and Wayne's like, which ones? And she's like, all of them. Just all kill them. all of them. <laughs> she's super evil. Yeah. Like, I'm, yes. I feel like That's they true. sent her out because she was the most evil of the founders. Like, I feel like their other ones maybe aren't that bad. Like, she makes disturbingly racist look pleasant. Yeah. Um, they're dead. You're dead. She's got some great lines here. Odo is a changeling. Bringing him home, returning him to the Great Link, means more to us than the Alpha Quadrant itself. She does have do a you, line, though. Like, she, do you know what makes Wei her? Yun, she won't cross that line. Do you know what makes yeah. her the most evil? She spends all that time telling Odo that he's a child, and then she distracts him for like a week with sex. True. So she considers him a child. Yeah. And then uses oh, sex to distract yeah. him oh, while torturing man. his friends. She's a child S-tier. therapist. Yeah. Break that up. Yeah. It's not good. Actually yeah. convinced me there. That's a nasty one. She's a bad she's a really bad egg. Um she's, I was, yep. <laughs> she's she's a she's S tier, I think. Uh, uh, there's I, I think there's no doubt about it. Um like and and all of these great D Space Nine villains rise into the top here. Yeah. Is, you know. Kind of a testament. Deep Space Nine has the best villains. Yeah, she's right up there. Boom. Um, you know, the evil three there. Um, Davin. 
You're muted. You're on mute. Mm. That's why you guys didn't laugh at my cool pun. Yeah, that's can forgive that's exactly why. For hey, re- redo it. I said we can forgive Deep Space Nine for Vedic Burial. Mirror Burial? We can't forgive him for Mirror Burial. He's an S He's no worse or better than the other Burial. He's worse. He's worse because we were done with the Burial story. They brought it back. So everybody enjoys yeah, a plain right. pancake sometimes, right? Like, I guess so. <laughs> All right, here's a I'll favorite s- villain of mine. I'll suffer through it if I'm hungry, but I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah, fair. From that's food. my favorite Voyager episode, Kashik from Counterpoint. This Ka- is a oh, beautiful from Ka- episode. Counterpoint. I love the uh, music. I, I love this uh, arrangement, Captain. You have, like, the... the, the, the I love the arrangement, too. Yes. Who, who is this? Who that's... else does he play? The actor he was in like a yes. he was in a soap opera for years and years. Oh, like you know I recognize Hospital him or something. Uh, um, I'm trying to remember. Like the, he's a really good actor. Uh, the, so when um when when Kate Mulgrew did like the, they did like the captain's favorite episodes or whatever like you know and mm, she picked this one because uh, it's this episode where like you know he pretends to come over to her side and work with her because he pretends to be a defector and then he turns out it's he's all racist. Against yeah, he's going against the telepaths, and he's actually kind of like this evil Nazi kind of a character, um, yeah. played by uh, Mark Carroll. He's good, and he friggin' makes you believe him. Like, yeah, and he says that you was <laughs> just Pax. But yeah, he's saying. yelling at his subordinate, and uh, um, for me, he's at least a tier because I love him. I think he's fantastically played. I love the story around his villainy. And he's legit villainy because he gives her that story yeah. about how he's coming over to her side because of these children, telepath children, that he found in the locker. Free, but Jamie yeah. was so great. She's like, "Okay, okay, okay," yeah. and then actually, no, you're an idiot. I've had your number yeah, this whole time. Because then he tells her the same story, and he's just like, "No, but what I learned from that is I was wrong. Telepaths <laughs> are the worst, and I just let two of them go, and they made me think that they're yeah. insidious, like." Yeah, they were really bad. It's really like I figured that you know he's so like um, accepting in his like evilness, right? Like he's so I, like blind to. Um, it's not like he knows better. It's like he really believes this stuff, right? But he then he, on the other hand, he's like this really charming kind of villain who like you know S tier. He's not S tier. Yeah, no. I'm not. He but he's a. He's a really good one. He's a really good one episode villain. I think uh, deserves a lot of credit. For that hey. one, that he's pretty great. He's pretty good. All right, what you got for us, Dave? How about the Squire of Gothos, Trelane? Stole the Squire of Gothos. I'm starting him at an A. What? Well, I love the idea because you know we talked about Q and how Q probably isn't so much of a villain as we think. Trelane is the villain Q. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Doing like more of that pure thing, and like I think then that um, the episode where like Riker gets the Q powers is that mm-hmm. Q who um, is that? I put uh, him at a B though. He's all powerful, and what does he accomplish? Well, then he gets like his his parents like come and take him down at the end, right? He's like, yo, <laughs> yeah, but he's like he's like this petulant child villain. He is kind of really dangerous and powerful. Uh, he thinks he's Napoleon. He's kind of racist. Uh, he's really kind of really a dis- like distasteful guy. But his episode w- uh, was always one of my favorites as a kid, and still kind of is of those original episodes. I think he's just um, the actor just has a lot of fun with it. 
uh, the way he kind of goes with it. It's kind of a real classic Trek episode. And I think that uh, Trelane is the same actor who plays Koloth. Yeah, same Koloth. Well, well, we have to also rank Koloth. So yeah, we'll maybe we'll do. Yeah, like, because he, he's like Nagilam a little older. Like, Nagilam's an infant, you know, like, do, you know, doing stuff. Trelane is, well, now I'm nine. And I know that this is wrong, but I still, I still love it. And I'm going to do it. Yeah. So Trelane's like he's memorable, but you know not 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 a great. He's he's kind of he's mid, upper like mid. One above Nagilam. Where do we put Nagilam? Nagilam's down in D though. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, he's so a, make him a C. He's a lot better than Nagilam. He the, like you said, the portrayal's yeah. great. The actor's good. The yeah, whole episode true. is awesome. Yeah, like he's he, he earned. I think he's earned up to a B. He's a lower end B. Um, while we're on it, how about Koloth? I would put Koloth in D. Uh, completely ineffectual. Maybe he doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. He's very he's he's, he's as effectual as Sila. He's in the Trouble with Tribbles episode as a villain. Not much to say about him. He's better as a good guy too. Oh he's my more, god, the rain yeah. just started again. Hear that banging? That's the yeah. Rain. We hear it. Is wow. that yeah? Wow. Yeah, that's the rain. So well. nothing I can do about that sound. Oh, you can blame <laughs> it on the rain. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I can close that window. Pick one more. Nothing I can do except close the window. Uh, next guy. Uh, how about the pack lid? Grebnet log. Um, we make thing. We 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 make things to make us go. You you picked the lead. I didn't even know we had him on there. Oh yeah, the you captain of the pack lids. Grebnet log. Uh, we look oh, for Grebnet things. Log. Yeah. Things I mean, that make us nefarious, go. But he's not much of a threat because he's so stupid. But then he shot Jordy multiple times with a phaser. Well, they needed a red alarm. Red alarm. Red alarm. I have a theory that the yep. Packleds are not stupid and that their language huh. just doesn't compute with the universal translator. So right. they come across as stupid, <laughs> but they're brilliant. And because, I, mean, I mean, every time mm. they're in the next generation or even in lower decks, wildly effective. Right. I mean, they walk oh, out. Oh, hi. Like Are you speak. ready to they, give us presents? They can't even tell who Captain Janeway is. Well, you think we that because of the language. We tricked you, Janeway. We, we never wanted peace. They Rome just think... was a spy. <laughs> uh, the word for female captain is Janeway? Uh-huh. Yeah. Janeway. Or that's, what, that's how the universal translator... It, imagine if we met the Temerians and the universal translator gave it a shot, right? Like it tried. And we're like, oh, well, clearly they're saying this thing and they're dumb. Actually, yeah. no. They're they're culturally rich. They are they're evil. They're but, yeah. But that's a theory. They're greedy. They're, they're, they're impatient. When you they, say they played dumb in Samaritan Snare, then is that what you're saying? Like yeah. Well, playing dumb. they play a little bit dumb, but then they're like, this is that friend. Thing. Like this but is then, your... but the, yeah. But then like, why would they keep playing dumb when they're like all powerful in, in lower decks and keeps working? Giant shit? It yeah, we like photon torpedoes. Now, I'm pretty yes. sure. I'm pretty sure Lower Dex is going to tank my my theory, but I think it's uh, a good theory. Uh, hey, hey those miners are stealing our snacks. Oh no, not my snacks. Yeah, I think he's sea level. Sea level. Pack oh, grab no, net log. An- it's another enterprise. It's I can another... support sea. Sea level. All right. He's effectual. Uh, okay. Well. If you say so. Uh, <laughs> no, he's fine. Um, all right, we got all these ones. Uh, did we, do, we did Gorgon, right? 
Yeah. We did Gorgon. Okay, here, here's a good Klingon. Korax. The Enterprise should be hauled away as, as garbage. <laughs> he's more effectual than Koloth. I think he's a sea level. <laughs> he there. is. He is more effectual than he's Koloth. He's more villainous. All he does is insult the Enterprise and start a bar fight. Right. He's yeah, like, that's right. He's the villain in any 80s like comedy movies sidekick who's like, yeah, bust him up, see? <laughs> yeah. Get him, he's... Spike. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's C level. He's like he's really like obnoxious and like Scotty punches him and like you know. And he's more of a threat than Nagilum. Uh, <laughs> well, I thought Nagilum was kind of um, uh, undervalued, um, but he, he's definitely trying to be a dick. Yeah, um, Nagilum at least kills somebody. Laws doesn't even kill anybody. No. So, do we rank him above Core though? Core, we haven't. Uh, core's a D. Core's a D because Core doesn't do anything. Yeah, I think yeah, that I think, think Nagilum should cool. go up. I think Nagilum should be up here. But these guys, because these are I'm these are all that. more dangerous people. I mean, am I? Yeah. No, but we, but, but we kind of compared. Lo- Maybe Laws should go up too. Then I don't know. No, Laws doesn't do anything. Yeah, right. He stabs a dude. He stabs a dude, yeah, but he doesn't dude. die. So, right. Yeah. all right. Um, but he did it on purpose. Um, yeah, but he was also kind of. I don't know. He's just like. Laws. All right. That's yeah. fine. All right. You Laws go. cause. Laws cause. Laws cause. How about Dolem, the Zindi reptilian? He's a good villain. Yeah. He's a really good villain. I think he's a, starting at a C, maybe a B. I'll go on record and say I think he's the best villain played by that actor. That's right, Walking Dead fans. He's cooler than Negan. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also read the comic, and the comic Negan's way better. That TV show one was dumb. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, seriously, like most of that third season of Enterprise wouldn't have happened if it weren't for him. Like, yeah, he's racist, yeah. Uh, jerk, yeah, aggressive, killed his own daughter's kid for being yeah. like his own grandkid having... because he had, yeah. he had the thing. He's really bad. Like maybe a. He's a bad dude. Yeah. Here, I got a quote he from. kills his own allies. He killed this insectoid ship. He killed the insectoid like, just for, for going against him. him on something. He's like, you're the one that killed Degra, not them. He's just like, well, I'll kill you then. After the injection, the parasites will invade your neocortex. Once they begin reconfiguring your synaptic pathways, you'll be much more compliant. Before... Primate brain is too badly damaged to understand. <laughs> I want to thank you for helping us destroy your world. <laughs> but Archer has the best comeback to that. He's just like, you know, on my planet, um, reptiles have the brains the size of a walnut. They say it's a constant in the universe. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just like, I... I refuse to listen to any more of this. He's really good. I think he's uh he's maybe an A I think he's A level. A. Yeah, like Dolum, yeah, he's up there for me. Like he's Ashley. Like... I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, Jeff. Yeah, I mean i put him at least on par with Seska. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. He's really memorable, really effective, was really unlikable. No, no redeeming qualities really at, at all. all. So yeah. yeah. 
Um, All right. My next pick is going to be hard for me because I'm going to have to try to separate how much I love the character maybe from the ranking, but we'll see. Romulan Commander. From Which Balance one? Balance of Terror. Balance of Terror one? The, There's the only Mark one. The other one has a name, Dave. You can deny it all you like, but the other Romulan ca- Commander has a it's name. It's not canon. Mark Leonard. Okay, like, we're talking about the one played by Mark Leonard in Balance of Terror. Um, he's uh, he's a villain, but he's kind of like a conflicted villain. Um, he's uh, he's a know, Kirk he's, equivalent. They're both yep. sort of doing this. He's same Kirk thing. equivalent. So, he's yeah. You know, so like, he did break the neutral zone, right? He did right. He did. But ultimately, Shut you know, and he's state. he's like in another life. We might have been friends, and I yeah. I think he's he's probably character. He's a good character, but he is a villain. Like I don't know how you you could what you. He's, he's not a, very villainous. He kills a couple yeah. people. You know, well, didn't he, they blast the colonies? Like, didn't? Yeah, like they, yeah. He blew up that entire uh, yeah station. Yeah. Like his mission, like their mission was to go murder Federation people, and he was doing that till Kirk came along. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like a D, He's like S tier character in an S tier episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but villain wise, I D just seems so low. Yeah, it does. I, you got to go C. Okay, just because he's a like, good character. performance comes into it too, and he is and dangerous. Is so and, good, you know, and whatever. But he's yeah, he's and not he killed people like an old he people. Yeah, he's up there with like yeah, Barad. He, he, killed, he killed people following orders, not killed people because he wanted to kill yeah. people. Right, that's a true. Good there's true. there's so much nuance to his character. His first officer was great. more evil than him. Yes, yeah. 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 I will say, arguably, the greatest episode of Star Trek. Easily the best TOS, I think. Yeah, so, it's a great, it's a great TOS episode. It's got yeah. that submarine feel. Yep. Uh, Edith Keeler must die is another great one, though. Um, City of the Edge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's no villain in that episode, though, so we don't have anybody from that episode. Um, yes, other there than, is that bus or whatever runs over bus. Edith Keeler. I guess Kirk's Hitler, <laughs> like letting letting the Nazis take over. Um, That's the bus because, driver. He wasn't paying attention, probably on his cell phone back in 1968. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> Uh, is my pick? Guy. Mm, what was the last one? <laughs> Go for it. Romulan Commander. Yeah, you picked. Uh, uh, how about, okay, people have been calling for this. We got a comment, okay. actually, already. Anorax. Okay. People want to know what we think of Anorax as played by <laughs> I was about to pick Anorax. That's Kurtwood funny. Smith um, in the two-parter You're a Hell Voyager. Phenomenal episodes. villain, Yep, I think. Yeah. Because uh, he's obsessed. He's so obsessed. He's justified. Like, they're like, here's your 99.9%... Um, effect here he's just like well well but because it's his family his family keeps being left out of the equation but that's like a super twist of fate like and how do we know like i don't know he's outside of time but who knows if him being outside of time has something to do with why his family can't be restored you know like he could be the cause of that but he's crazy i compare him with like soren or you know some of these other kind of like oh he's yeah okay okay yeah he's very similar to soren yeah, because I was going to say, I mean, he's willing to burn the universe down, but so is Soren. So, mm-hmm. so is he? Or well, I guess he is. It'd just be slow. Yes. Yeah. He's he's yeah. trying to get to like his version of peace, right? You know, and but be damned anybody else he has to like wipe out in the process. So he is, you know, he's he's villainous with yeah. sort of like um, understandable motiv- motivations, which you know is makes makes him very dangerous too. Yeah. Right. So it makes him compelling as a villain. It does really good. Awesome. I was going to pick him. So. All right, Anorak. So who are you going to pick next? Uh, you can't pick him now. I'm going to pick uh, old old, old Slippy Slide there. <laughs> Slippy Slide? Yeah. 
Like, let's slippy slide on the floor and make out because this is Star Trek. Yeah, that's what happens. Oh, you I mean Narek? I thought I was Narek, watching. Yeah, I thought I was watching Twilight. Or something. Narek is a D awful. level, maybe. F. Villain? Awful. F. Awful. She's never <laughs> been on screen. I'll, Just I'll say this: he's F tier, but the way he was able to trick whichever one of the android girls to go and do that little walkie thing, Soji. the labyrinth thing. That's Soji. Pretty, that's pre- Soji. He did. Yeah, I mean that's pretty. That's pretty maniac. That'd be the only way yeah. I could support him at a D, but he's. He's better than his sister. But that's yeah. it. He, yeah. He doesn't come across as a Romulan for even a second. Yeah. Like, no. He just plays a human. He's just playing a human. He's like, yeah. like, there's no nuance to his performance like, as far as trying well, to be alien or anything. What we need here is a real douchebag white dude. Well, here <laughs> yep. you go. Let's make him Romulan. Okay. Give him a British <laughs> accent and we're great. Uh, it's, you He'll know, be a Southerner. That... You don't even have to put prosthetics on him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was not a fan of this guy. Uh, or, nor his sister while we're on. And let's just talk to Nerissa. Yeah. Nerissa. So F tier. I mean, yeah. Also, also F- awful she villain. Worse. <laughs> she's worse than him. Like, she's the worst. She might be like sub F. Uh, but she actually, she might have been a better, vil- more of a villain than him. She felt more she Romulan to your point, him, yeah. but like. She um, did. Yeah. But, you know, then um, she's just. I, I hated the performance. I hated the character. I didn't understand yeah. what was going on. Uh, and 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 while we're I, I, okay, the only villain we have here with sunglasses on, Commodore O. Um, well, well, you know, from also from that same season of of, um, of Picard, season one. So I was like, what is the show, Picard? Davin O. Down there, yeah. I I would put her at D though. I love her commitment to the long game. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. How, she was she was more she interesting. How did a Romulan get that high up in right? Starfleet? That's yeah. a that's impressive. One. She was a Vulcan Romulan hybrid. We're told. Oh, was she? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was that be- helps. It was because that of didn't her- help Simon Tarsus. No, no. But it was <laughs> for her. It was because of her early Okinawan karate training under Daniel Larusso and her use of sunglasses. Yeah, and her experiences XO of Babylon Five as Takashima. So was that? Oh, she was the in the original pilot. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's where she's from. <laughs> uh, Babylon Five was like S tier. S tier. Yeah, move her up. <laughs> yeah, but she was. Um, well, she did that mind meld to Gerardi that was kind of scary, right? Yeah. And uh, it gave it the admonishment. Yeah. She's better than Larissa and Eric. Yeah, man. she's better. Uh, she <laughs> she's better than Koloff. And laws, I think she's yeah, maybe, she is. She might she might be but, up here in C, I think. Because when you think about it, not only is she a Romulan that infiltrated Star, uh, Starfleet, made her way up to this to Commodore in this huge position, but she's also in the psycho cult of being Romulan. Like, right? Is Jagvash? Yeah, yeah. The Jagvash. Yeah, I liked Vosh. the Jagvash. That was a pretty cool. Yes, uh, a, su- a sub um, Tal Shiar thing. Um, they were trying to expand on the lore, which I respect. So yeah. it's you know, but uh, kind of inconsistent with the Romulans in next generation. But I mean, who are we to you know? Yeah, tie well, tie things any, anything back. That's why we're here. That's right. <laughs> all right. So we talked about all of those Romulans right, from well, season let's, one. Let's, let's talk about an, another pair of siblings, shall we? The Duress sisters, Lursa, Lursa, and Bator. Why don't we just bring Lursa them both first. up yeah, for the conversation? Right. Lursa first, right, well, okay. Lursa, okay, so me and Dave were sort of talking about this before because he wanted to just put them as one. But I'm like, do you rate a schemer the same as a seductress? Because one's a seductress mm. who sort of follows, toes the line of Lursa that Lursa lays out for her, I would say. And Lursa, Lursa was more the brains. Scheming with the Romulans, and she's the one doing all that. 
like they uh, were effective. Like they they got Jordy and they got his visor, and then they 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 are effective for almost destroying the Enterprise D, effectively yeah. destroying the whole drive section. Uh, plus, they did a lot of other bad things in the Klingon Civil War and everything else. I think that they're more effective than C- their al- her, their ally Sela. Yep. Uh, they I found Tyrol in a harlot's bedchamber. And I think that they're both better than their brother Duras, who we had all previously ranked at a yes. C level. So I think they're starting at both at a B. Um, yep. And then it's kind of like, where do you leave them from there? So then we did, then we measure the seductress versus the schemer. I think that Lursa is the more interesting one. So yeah. um, I think, you know, if you're going to rank one higher, it's her. Um, I don't know and... that they need to be one higher than the other, really, I guess. Yeah, no. I mean, because it's hard to separate them because they're, they're like, similar they're, they're, they're never um, separately off screen that I know of. Like every scene they share pretty much in their in all their run. So they're a great it... team because she's the distraction. Like mm-hmm. Picard would be like, well, can we just talk about she's just like, could I get you some Jeez. Earl Grey, look at these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. One or two. Yeah, I think Would you mind if I filled up your tea? Like, right? Because I, I feel like Chang, love on top great. of being awesome, Chang blasted a photon torpedo through the through the A, right? Well, Lucer and Bator basically blew up the D. Like, yeah. I put them on the I guess they tier. could be A. Yeah, I agree. A tier. Lucer and Bator. They're better than Trelane. <laughs> All right. And they're up there with Seska. Yeah, I think yeah. they're up yeah. They belong yeah. up there with yeah. Seska and Dollum and, and these guys. Yeah, I get that. So, okay. But not S tier. They're not that great. No. Um, no, they're not that great. I'm not, I'm right. not clamoring for the reboot of the Duras sisters. Okay. No. Um, right. One of them's no longer living, so. Oh, yeah. How about Rojan? From uh, the ep- original series episode by any other name, he was the leader of the Kelvins who took over the Enterprise, and we're going to take them to the Andromeda Galaxy. I uh, I once played him on Star Trek Radio Theater, and I gave him a Colonel Clegg uh, German voice uh, that I really liked. I was like, um, thought really fit his character, but he was really menacing. Yep. He's the one who like reduced that um, that one woman red shirt down to like a, a cube mm-hmm. and then he crushed it yeah. with his hands and killed her. So I think he starts at a C minimum. Um, and what? he has to, he's like, he's, he murdered people and he was going to take over the whole enterprise. And, mm. and it was only when it was only when uh, Kirk made him jealous that he was able to like thwart his plans and uh, convince him that to be more human, because once they went into human form, because their natural form was like these big, tentacled monster things that mm. had come from this other galaxy on a generation ship and they had turned transformed into humans to uh, better assimilate to taking over the Milky Way galaxy. Anyway, I think he was kind of a really yeah. menacing character in a lot of ways. Uh, although a product, sort of a product of his of his conditioning and that he was born into it. He was born to sort of service this role. So, um, anyway, that's, yeah. my, that's my case for Rojan. I'm convinced. I'm All good right. with C. C yeah. level. We got Davin. Right. We're down. We're, we're, we're starting to dwindle down here. So let's... Light at the end of the tunnel. Charvenek from the Enterprise incident. You mean the Romulan commander who has no on-screen who's, name? Um, who has been named in a million other things, and they're not going to take that back. So <laughs> she has a name. It was kind of like how Neota was like this um, this apocryphal name until finally they brought it on screen. Yeah. Oh, then it became canon. Here. But they haven't no. brought this character back. 
So we've never been able well, to. Not, she, well, they she whispers. And she whispers it to Spock in the episode. She whispers it to him. And he goes, "Oh, it's so beautiful." Uh, that's what it he is. says. But, but we don't get to hear it. And he never Did, said, talks about it again. Didn't the actor's daughter portray? Was that the uh, in Star Trek Continues? Like there's something. I don't remember. Star Trek continues. Yeah, that's a. That's, that's not canon. I'm just saying, like, didn't her, her the the actor's daughter like reprise the role or something like that? Which oh yeah, awesome. maybe yeah, because she, she was she was really interesting. Like she takes over the Enterprise and then she falls this thing for Spock, and then Spock betrays her and then she's all heartbroken and it's just a little, oh like, no, I know what you're talking about now. Who her granddaughter or whatever played the Orion in the Orion slave girl in Enterprise. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Ash, you got any p- opinions on this character? Whatever we want to call her. Shervenek. Because that's her name. <laughs> it's respectful. I don't have any big opinions on her. I think, and I don't know. I, I, the, for For a series that ended by saying that women couldn't be Starfleet captains... <sighs> To take a, f- a female Romulan and put her in command and make her like a big time for real threat, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. But a lot of her big time for real threat was romantic wiles, you know? Mm. And so, I mean, mm. it's it's a bittersweet piece. And that's her undoing. That's ultimately her, like, yeah. what is her foil is that Spock just kind of like bats his eyes at her. But then he also convinces her that he kills Kirk. Uh, you know, so she's kind of duped over and over again. So she's not super effectual. She doesn't, D. she might be down in D, uh, with Sila, yeah. you know, like yeah. she's kind of, I think so. Maybe. You know, she doesn't really do anything. She threatens to execute Spock and other people, but uh, it's kind of a whole, they, they really get the jump on her. So she's kind of really foiled. Uh, although she's a great, she's a great character. Yeah, she's but... there. And look what it says Charvenek. Amazing. And now it's on screen. It's on screen now. It's on screen. Canon. Canon. We just canonized it. (laughs) There you go. All right. (laughs) All right. Let's go. Kang. Whoops. It was your pick. Kang. Kang. Kang from the Day of the Dove, season um, three of. He's okay, a better anyways. villain than Koloff. He's better than Koloff, but is he a whole? T- <laughs> is he is he above? Is he up here in sea level with the Kuvma and these guys? Like and and I uh, I don't think so because you know part of what we brought core to a D was because of Blood Oath, right? They they had redemption yeah. at the end and yeah. Actually, yeah, got all three. We got all three of these guys down here together. Korax really. is too high. How is Korax like a? Korax is the one. He's like, ass god. He got up to C. Yeah, Just for right, that. All right. Well, one line. One line. It was a good line, though. Yeah. And played in two episodes. It was such a good line. But incredible portrayal, right, Michael and Sara? Yeah. It's like yep. so good. It's really good. Yeah, I like his uh, wife in that episode, Marcella. Oh better villain that he plays in star trek is actually in deep space nine the super misogynist who wants to take the walks on a troy's baby away yeah that's right oh right. yeah that's a way we, we didn't have him villain. on the list he was also on babylon you know, 5 as the techno mage he was yeah which was oh, god and don't spoil me but like i really wish they they got such a great like idea those guys have got to come back i want techno mage. it is a cool idea yeah no it was i like the uh sort of that 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 part of like the, the world building of it mm-hmm. all Okay, so the, yeah, we're saying those old Klingons—they're they're D level, if not F. Like they're not F because they don't suck. We, we like them as characters, but like they, they just—you know—they're just, you know, they're just uh, yeah. whatever. 
Okay. Um, what was that other Romulan from Miri? What's her, what's her name? Miri. Not Miri. Oh, her. Oh, the Romulan, not the Klingon. The Romulan. Um, she's oh, from she's the from, uh, uh, the unification two parter with uh, Leonard the Nimoy game. when he came back on Next Gen. Yeah. Um, her name in the show. No, was... that's not who she is. That's not who that Romulan is. Yeah, it is. Oh that no, that's Robin the. Oh, you're right. That's that's the Robin. That's the, the Robin Curtis Romulan. Where's my Romulan? There's another <laughs> Romulan. Taking her down. He's like, I wanted a different Romulan. Oh, you said Romulans Romulan. look the same. Is that what you just said? That's yeah, funny. it is what he said. Or did oh, I say man. that? It doesn't. I guess. It. I thought yeah, I had a different her. Romulan. They all have the same headpiece, like their hair. Like, come on, like. Um, no. So she okay, was the this one is... who wanted to take the psionic resonator and use it weaponize it as it was oh yeah that's right i got the wrong that's who i meant to grab but i got the picture of the other romulan talera or tapal she she was dangerous but then she the weapon killed herself with it so uh it didn't even work on wharf yeah didn't work like if if he had one angry or aggressive thought it would have killed him yeah he got all the angry thoughts out on him yeah he he does um what's that uh klingon martial art the uh makbara right so um, I don't know where to put her. She's like probably she had a big know. evil plot, big evil yeah. scheme. Okay, um, it's pretty bad. Like, at least I would say C. She's a C. big evil. Pl- she's kind of like Emperor Valdor. She had a big. She's plot. up there with. She's up there with Ra- Ruafu. Ruafu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go up there with Ruafu. Ruafu. You're in the yep. C tier. Okay. Uh, Miri, you wanted to talk about right? Oh well, I just thought just who I thought you were talking about. But, she yeah. doesn't do that many evil things. She like she takes doesn't. people. Kid, she kidnaps and hostage or whatever. But she's kind of three uh, hundred year old, ten uh, year old who has the flirting with Kirk's more the villain in that episode, right? For yeah. flirting with her. So uh, I say Mary Kang's wife, or is that no in real life or something? Um, no, in the show. No, I'm thinking of something else. No, Miri is a villain. Like yeah. she's F level for me. Like forgettable. It's not a villain. Oh, her. Oh, I was thinking of someone else. This was the episode that, like, Adam Woodward was excited to talk talk to us about on original series. And then we watched it. Like, it was kind of creepy with Shatner batting his eyes at her. And then we were all, like, we kind of roasted Adam for many weeks after that on the podcast (laughs) about it. Uh, He said, this is your favorite episode, Miri? And he's like, I take it back. I don't like it anymore. Uh, (laughs) That's pretty funny. I mean, F. F yeah F okay um yeah here's one Charlie X Ooh. he's actually a threat Charlie Evans and he's just like a crazy kid I I think this one's pretty he's Trelane he's Nagilum like yeah 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 but how but yeah right. He's up to, yeah, B or C. So, I don't know if the so, performance is as good as this. I put him in C. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he, like, I, I, Charlie Ike's, I'm like, eh. Like, I would always skip that episode, so. Yeah. I don't it, think he's yeah. a. It's one of those definite, like, uh, first season growing pains episodes of, like, mm-hmm. yeah. how are we doing this? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a C level for sure. He's very mid. Um, Sylvia from original series, from the episode Cat's Paw, who uh, was the, cat, she turned into a cat. And she was like, meow. And she was like, eventually was like, I played Sylvia on radio. You did. You did. I Uh, played the cat as well. 
Yeah, you had make cat sounds. Go back and listen to that, everybody. Um, yep. Sylvia uh, is at least for me a C level because uh, she was kind of this dangerous, weird uh, villain that I don't know felt imposing in that episode for me. You know, that episode was scary because I always like associated that episode with like it's almost like the Halloween episode of Star Trek original series, yeah. Cat's Pop. So yeah. it's, it's kind of got this spooky uh, vibe to her. Um, she doesn't really kill anybody or do anything that evil. She well, she puts the Enterprise in like under the flame, mm-hmm. under the chain or whatever. But D so. at best. Like D, she, she's probably she not even as big a threat as like Moriarty. Moriarty was a legit threat there for a while. She's a Moriarty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Sylvia's done. Uh, uh, Davin, got anyone in mind? Mm, yep, I do. Pascal Fullerton. He's he's the like conservative guy on Rise. Oh, this yeah. guy from Rise. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I was like, is he really a villain? Like, if he is, he's pretty uh, hardcore conservative. That's yeah. a villain in my books. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Here Especially he is. In the, future. the sad truth is, the galaxy is a hostile place. Forget that, even for a moment, and you risk losing everything. Like he wants to strip everybody of their like choice on how to live he's like we everyone need... should have to he's, he's a religious fu- fundamentalist he's like yeah, what we need here on risa are traditional family values yeah. right on risa of all places yeah right yeah how do you think the Borg see you or the romulans or the klingons or the dominion these empires look at the federation and they see a prize a prize that we have forgotten how to protect and if we don't change our ways they're going to take it from us he wants to make the Federation great again. Exactly. Yeah. He, he War, warps for it. He does. He is he is he is Ron DeSantis on Ryza. Like him fighting <laughs> what's happening on Ryza is Ron DeSantis fighting Disney. All right. So yeah, he I, wants I, to turn he wants to turn Ryza into Florida. <laughs> <laughs> make Ryza Florida. Make um, Ryza Florida again. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> All right, so he's kind of a he's he's got some interesting uh, thing to him, but he's not really a dangerous guy. The, the most villainous thing he does is mess with a weather control system, right. and only because he punches Worf and Worf right in the face. But then Worf owns him right back, and yeah. it's, a, it's a, he, he's thwarted <laughs> That's very brave. fast. He punched a Klingon. He's just his old dude. Uh, yeah. He's a D level villain for yeah. me, but like <laughs> yeah. F level. Uh, I, I vote D. My vote is F. I like him as D. Yeah, he's he's dangerous if uh, he got enough followers, right? So, exactly, he's a dangerous message, and he right. got followers. I mean, mm-hmm. dude made it rain on Worf. Riza. Worf was he's here with Cybok. He's like a Cybok type almost. Yep, give me your pain. So, be strengthened by the pain, by the by the sharing. Yeah. Guys, what about yep. Legat Demar? When he was in his prime, he was like almost the most evil Cardassian. He but killed yeah. uh, Torziel. Yeah, he sure yeah. did. For nothing, for betraying her father. She's just running away down the corridor. He's just, like, <laughs> just like, what? Yeah. And then Ducat yeah. kind of forgives him for it, weirdly. Um, and oh, no. Like, he's like, That's because yeah, Ducat yeah. is an S tier villain and yeah. tries, but yeah. he's to his core a villain. 
But Damar has redemption and turns kind of good by the end. So where, how how do you evaluate that as a villain? Right? Like, so... Because yeah. he, when he was really bad, he was bad. But then he kind of goes... He has a whole face turn. And so it's like... I don't know where to put him. Well, I mean, Gowron's the opposite of that. Gowron was good and went bad. Mm. So I'm yeah. so opposed to putting him at the A level. Feels good. Yeah. Leave him at the A? Yeah, I feel like he was just yeah. so bad. You know, such a villain when he was a villain. For sure. And he was mostly a villain until the kind of near the end, right? Yeah. So, uh, But, like, kind of, like, lovably a bit of a fuck-up. Like, he yeah. he rises to, like, be the lead of all Cardassians, or Cardassians, but, like, he was stupid enough to, like, just freely give information to Quark, assuming he would just keep it secret. Like, come on. Yeah. He He's failed a Ferengi. Forward. At the very least, he'll try and sell that information. Yeah. Like, come on. But, yeah. So. Yeah. A's good, though. A's good for Damar, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, we only got a few left. Um, How about Brunt? Brunt. Liquidator Brunt. Liquidator F- Brunt. C A. You gotta start him at an A for me. I was like, gonna say, I think he just went through the He's S for me because I love him. I love him. He's the best uh Ferengi villain. Yeah. Yeah. You're and they all hate clones, him. He's a villain against walking He's a down the streets of Ferenginar in broad daylight. Broad daylight. Could that woman please put on some clothes? It's disgusting. Generous humanitarian no, take off those gesture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that is that female talking to me? <laughs> May I have He's your attention, word. please? Yeah, this is the one. Brunt. FCA. Yeah. As of this moment, no further Ferengi commerce may be conducted in this bar. No Ferengi may be employed by this bar. No Ferengi may eat or drink in this bar, and no Ferengi, no Ferengi may do business with that man. Pretty bad. Isn't man shorthand for human? Shouldn't he have said yes. with that Ferengi? That always <laughs> bothered me. Every time I hear that, I love that speech, but I, that last bit pisses me off every time. <laughs> like, yeah. Why I, I think man? that's just the universal translator. It's yep. just translating yeah. it to... Yep. I think he's A-level, borderline A-level. S. Yep, I'm there. A-level, a A-tier. All right. I'm A. I can, I can, yep. I'm not going to win this one, so... Because right. a lot of what he is doing is just his job. But he's also he's so he's got it's so personal. But it's not his job. Well, he likes he likes doing it. No, but, but it's so but it's not so, his job to go. He's against Quark. The he's Quark's villain, right? He's Quark's villain. He's, and the Nagus. He goes against the schemes against the Nagus. He's that he's that IRS employee that that loves taking stuff from people. Yeah, because oh, yeah. it makes him feel big. Yep. Yeah. Good. Good analogy. Makes him feel like his ears are bigger. Erwin R. Scheister, right there. Erwin <laughs> R. There it is. Yep. Money. Money. Yeah. Inc. Er, yeah. Money, uh, money. 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 You want me to pick eight. Davin, or do you got somebody yeah. in mind? No, go for it. Uh, we got Ruan Tarka from Star Trek Discovery season four. Ashley, I'm out. I don't know. Him. Um. Remember he um he wanted yeah, to get to the other dimension. He wanted to get to that other dimension oh, to yeah. find his oh. boyfriend or whatever, and yeah. he was willing to like commit genocide against an entire race and go against the entire council. And um, I'm gonna say 
I'm going to say C. Yeah, me too. I think he's a C level. He's dangerous, but also kind of, he ha- you know, he's, he, he has, a, you understand his intentions, but, um, yeah. and he's sort of not a total villain in a sense. You sure that's he's... not Volodymyr Zelensky? And, and he was, he, <laughs> Pretty he sure was that's able Zelensky. to like, he was able to like corrupt book a little bit. And so, yeah, C. As played by Canadian actor from Newfoundland, Sean Doyle. Yeah. I thought he was played by Ukrainian actor Volodymyr Zelensky. <laughs> I think I think he was a terrible character. I it was and the fact that like the the end to him where it's like, hey, stop, okay. It's oh my god. I I, I D for but discovery. But after they cha- they chased okay. him for like D four for episodes. Discovery? Yeah. Like they they literally took a twelve minute story for one episode and stretched it out over four. It was painful oh, yeah. painful it just so i mean discoveries discovery. discovery does right it is what they do yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm I good with d for do. discovery yeah I'm, that's where We're i'm so at. in love with their own bad ideas over that <laughs> i know it's 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 actually a bit icky they're like you hate it's this? not then but it's not it. even bad ideas they get a good Some idea <laughs> and then they just just miss the mark run it into it. the like, ground yeah. they should go straight with this idea and they just sort of veer off and you're like no why would you do that like why would good you ideas, do that <laughs> but they just don't quite get there all right we're leaving tarka down here in d tier then um here we go here's a discovery one that's better cold cold from core. season one of discovery uh yep. from the house of core he was he, a pretty badass Klingon. He was pretty yeah, nasty. Agreed. Here's his here, here's his something, his brother, his cousin or something, core, but uh Cole. Yeah, it looks a little I don't see the family resemblance. Do you guys? No. <laughs> no, but Core's been manipulated by the augment virus. Yeah. Oh, He's right, got a, he has a disease. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Cole might have a disease too. But I'm not sure what sure. it's like goblin. I thank are... you not to stare. I think he was a better villain than Vok or yep. t- even Takuma. Um, uh, yeah. I think he he was uh, he's maybe B-tail. he's more villainous than Takuma. I go B. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was really good. I really enjoyed him on he the show. He just wanted to like mm-hmm. murder some non Klingons <laughs> and Klingons. He wasn't afraid and Klingons yeah. if they were. Yeah, it's true. He would have been incredible if they had just stuck with the regular Klingon. Oh yeah, like if yeah, they hadn't the changed the Klingons. He would have been in an incredible Klingon. You mean like the visual distraction could like was very not, but, not just that, like even just the personality of the Klingons and everything. Like if they yeah. had if if they had done a more TNG Deep Space Nine Klingon, he would awesome have been character. awesome. Memorable. And they were yeah. they were mostly speaking in Klingon all the time, right? Too when yeah. like when they were on screen. Yeah. yeah so that was also kind of like. Um... They didn't even, like. They don't even do that in the in the Martok episodes with Martok and Worf. They're not like speaking Klingon the whole time. It's just. Mm. But anyway, yeah, uh, pick there, Dave. We're getting down to the final line. While we're on Discovery. Let's talk Lorca. Um, All right, well, sir. Uh, I liked him better as a captain than a mirror. Yeah. I don't like anything mirror universe. F. But he was always the mirror <laughs> universe. Yeah. I. I love Mirror Universe, but I was I was so disappointed. What I lo- I really liked Lorca as a captain, yep. and it was mm. really like it was intriguing to me what they did, but also I was so disappointed. 
Right. Well, they, you know, it turns out he's just pretending to be his. There was a, a real Lorca, I guess, that was a really nice guy that he was pretending yeah. to be. So we would have liked him. But the, the, the villain Lorca, as this mirror universe guy who duped the entire crew and betrayed them all, but that also helped bring them together, sort of, in season mm-hmm. two. I don't know. Um, I don't even think this was his best villain portrayal of his career either like well he's he, also in harry potter he was right. uh malfoy and all that right and so. he's a, he, and but him in the patriot he that like oh yeah that the patriot evil yeah. villain yeah yeah yes, very he's much the most true. evil british red coat guy you ever saw in that movie but yeah here's this, why uh, he's a d because he's better as a hero just like core and K agree and yeah agree hmm i put him in c but he's um you know, are you letting the, the episodes where he was a good guy cloud your judgment? No, if more, you just watch the ones where he's a mirror universe. Like, no, he's caricature. a maniac. He's yeah. a, he's a he's a psychopath. He's like he's very yeah. villainous, and he's and he's killed people. He tortures people. Yep. Uh, there's that yeah, whole right. thing he's where like we don't even know yet that he is the mirror universe guy, and then this guy's like, "You killed my sister. What was her name?" He's like, "I don't know your sister." And then he like gets a jump on that guy. He's like, "Her yeah. name was Mary, and I tortured her." Bye. You know, yeah. whatever. I can I put, live with C. I put him on par with Commodore O. Because again, the long game. He shows yeah. up, yeah. figures out the universe, and he plays the game like, yeah, mastermind. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, C level, I think, is where we'll leave Lorca. Um, okay, right, we're down I'm to the final go. row, guys. Right. Who uh, is this? I just don't have, know the name, I guess. Who's Sulon from Voyager? Sulon? Oh, this is that Vidian guy. That guy. Yeah. Oh, the Vidian. Mm. Oh, the Vidians are creepy, man. As an this entity, is, the Vidians. This is the only Vidian by name we included. But, He's the one who. Um, oh, the messes with Bellana. Bellana. He splits her into the Klingon oh, and human halves, and then he he man. kills the other guy and steals his face and puts it on. He's like, "Do you like my face now?" And he's just like so evil. Uh, so I'm creepy. almost an A tier, man, because like he's sort of in the same like insanity ho- body horror thing like Solarin Prin, like he's a very scary yeah, visceral villain he doesn't take the face because he needs the face he takes the face because he's hoping that that <laughs> will like endure balana to him yeah. what like, he was gonna kill him anyway but but he was yeah. but like the whole reason to put the face on his face is to make balana like him better like and specifically cling on balana he was trying to get on yeah. it on with, with when you split her into two, and human Bolana survives, right, and just gets made. They, they also had a title of the episode to serve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I th- so, I think he's a bit forgettable. Uh, you know, because we had to kind of, aren't. The Vidians. the Vidians aren't, but like we're like, what was his name? And the episode's a yeah. bit a bit. But obscure. do they ever say his name? Um, but when we were trying to think of a Vidian, he's the one we he's both the thought one. of. We're like, he's yeah. the one. He's the most evil, like, most the villainous Vidian. Because the the Vidians yeah. are kind of victims in this, in a sense, but yeah. they're also bad. But um, uh, but he's the most villainous Vidian we ever meet. So I'd say, mm-hmm. um, he's, he's, at least he's B, like those, but I'd go A. He's like those Nazi scientists that were experimenting on mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Yes. To, to yeah, like. He's very bad. He's very evil, but yeah. I just very think bad. he's. It's, I I I have a hard time putting him in A because I just think he's kind of a bit. Um, uh, you know, he's just not. He's not. If, he's, if they made a two-parter out of that, you'd give him an A. Then maybe. I think maybe he's one of the better Voyager but, villains, but I think that even you know, that puts it at a B. I mean, look, we've got like who we <laughs> haven't B, right? Like, 
Yeah, Voyager is not as arc. good as Kashik, so yeah, B's good. He he, yeah. I think he deserved an arc on Voyager. Yeah, yeah. So he'd get but all he's squirrely, scary. be like, scary. you just take the face off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about uh, Ben Finney um, from the episode Court Martial, who uh, uh, framed Kirk? He was trying to fake his own death, and his daughter was there, and like I don't know. And then Kirk beats him up in the engineering, and basically that's the episode. So, yeah, dear, do anything. He's a really pathetic villain, actually. Yeah. Like, you know, so um, okay, we're done with Ben Finney. Um, <laughs> that was a nice quick one. Right. Yeah, he really is. A, uh, right, I think I've got one more left in this little uh, folder here. So, did we, we do Adam yet? No, we haven't talked to Adam soon. Adam from, soon. from Star Trek Picard season two. I was like, uh, I asked Dave if he's actually a villain, and he's like, yeah, he hit Picard with his car. <laughs> he, <laughs> remember, he was also going to lead like the uh, humanity in that xenophobic alternate. But that's in line. a different alternate. That's in an alternate. He, but, it, but it was, it was he had the potential. Count. He had potential to be uh, really uh, bad. Plus, he, he his daughter turns on him at the end, and he's and he's and he's creating the con program yeah. by the like. You, he you gives know, Picard a new body. Uh, not that one. No, that no, was the. Uh, that no, was that's Alton Inigo Soon. That's God, another Soon, and he he's right. not even on this list, but he could have been on this list. Um, uh, and so, anyway, I think Adam Soon, D level villain. D, yeah. Uh, and and uh, you know he he was well, bad, but too, he was a stooge to Q. He was Q's stooge, but then Q was not even trying to be a villain in that season. That whole season can take a hike, as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I don't even know what the hell is going on. Okay. Most most of that series can. So. All right. Yeah. yeah. Let's just keep season three. What's this guy's name? Always should have been. Which guy? Um, his name is. I'm trying to get to that. Rao Vandica. Oh, Rao Vandica. From from oh, the episode of Deep Space Nine season one, um, Dave petitioned for this inclusion. invasive procedures. This yes, guy. only because you don't know this guy's this face because uh, he ends up uh, taking over Bashir's body, and then Bashir kind of plays him really, yeah. like or or Sidney Alphadel plays him. Uh, and, I love uh, Deep Space Nine, and I completely forgot this guy existed. So f like he must be one of the worst DS Nine villains <laughs> to escape. Well, it's one of the yeah, worst Deep Space I Nine only... episodes. Yep. I only vaguely remember that, and I just rewatched season one of Deep Space Nine not that long ago. Are you okay? F. Are you doing all right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, I, I'm a defender. I, I actually, yeah, I I actually really like season one of Deep Space Nine. Yep. Not enough season to know who Ravantica is. is better than the, any season of most other Star Trek. But in that episode, they keep talking up. Ravantica has done all these evil things. Ravantica, this Ravantica, and by the end of it, you're like, this Vantica is the most like maniacal <laughs> man you've ever heard of, right? Like, you know, he's so villainous. Forgotten. Yeah, so he's the he's most forgotten. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go with cousin Gala. Cousin Gala. Is he? He's okay. tried to murder his own cousin more than once. He, he gave him he, a faulty he, ship uh, that was going to explode kills... and kill Raman Ram as well. Yeah, he was going to give and Nog and Nog. He was going to kill gonna... Nog, a child, and Odo. He didn't know Odo was on the on the shuttle, but yeah, um, he he did Odo try to kill him. That. But then Quark got over that and then worked with him with Haggath and did all that stuff. But then he comes back in Magnificent Ferengi, uh, mm-hmm. and then he kills Keevan by accident. He was trying to kill Quark, so he's a bad guy and dangerous. He's a and... weapons dealer. He's caused the death of millions. I think he's at least C level. 
Um, At least. He's caused the death of probably millions. Like, Haggath was selling... Remember the one weapon they were selling to that one guy in that episode? They're like, how many deaths you want? He's like, I don't know, like, 30 million. They're like, we can do that. Oh, yeah. Like, so he's he's killed millions yeah. of people, Gala. Millions. He's moving up to B like, for me. At least I, I, B. Yeah. yeah. Especially because he's so cold-hearted about it. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, we, we got the, You got the money. I can make that happen. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, he's, and he tries to kill his own family. I can't see Haggath, who he was working with, trying to kill his own family. Yeah, probably not. Maybe, but okay. Maybe. Okay, he cousin Gala. So we're leaving cousin Gala at the B level. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the guy he killed, Kivon, the the the, the Vorta from? Uh... I really like Kivon. Kivon was a good portrayal. I, I hate Ferengi. You know, he's got some great moments uh, as a Vorta. Um. Yeah, and his dealings with his uh, Jemadar when he's like, but look, I am the Vorta. I will take care of you. I will take care of you. I am the Yeah. yeah. He's so but bad. He completely sells the moat down the river to his own men yeah. in that episode. Right. Uh, yeah, he sells them out. He's like, I'll go to the prison war camp. And then once once Starfleet was done with him, um, he, uh, you know, they're just like, okay, take him, Ferengi, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got some... but yeah. You know, Captain... If I'd had just two more vials of white, you never would have had a chance. That was a great line, too. He just mm. walks out of the smoke of his dead men. And it's just like, you know, if I had two more vials. Oh, man. He's yeah. a great villain. He's a great villain. I think he's uh, A-level, maybe. A? He's my favorite of the, other than Wayun of the board. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, and then he, yeah, he ends up, he ends up going out by cousin Gail is shooting him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thanks, thanks, Kivon. I am the Forta. I will take care of you all. Yes. Exactly. Okay, we got a few more. We got Claudius um, from Bread and Circuses, the villain, the leader of the, the Roman people, uh, making them fight on screen. Yeah. I, I like yeah. where you just dropped him at D. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's where he belongs. Okay. We'll move on from him. The uh, There's also this other original series one. Uh, they're the providers. 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 The providers. The games masters from of the, from the games, Yeah. From the gamesters of Triskelion episode, they were, they were this yellow, red, and um, green rock thing in a bit of bowl. Um, they were, they were, running the things and uh, Kirk and them, the lady, whoever he's with in the episode, they're fighting against him. I know they were bad, bad seeds. I'd say. I love this episode as a kid. Like I love that Lady Gaga was in it. Like that's super cool. (laughs) Yeah. Lady Gaga. Like she, uh, that's like her uh, style. Right. With like those collars and everything else. And, um, Ashley, you got opinion on the, uh, the providers. Um, I think they're kind of good where they are. <laughs> Leave them at sea. Ur- Ursula agrees. Yeah, Ursula's I think so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Ursula needs to rate the rest of them. Okay, there you go. Yeah, there we go. There we go, honey. Who? Uh, what do we think of Maj Kala? <laughs> Maj Kala. Her first word. Sleeping see. on camera. Is he? She's. He's less than Seska, but he was a good villain. He easily the best of villain of. Like the first two seasons of Voyager, at least, like he's the one that sticks around the long. He's the only Kazon like that had any impact for me. Basics yeah. was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, he's yeah. sort of just like kind of being manipulated by Seska. Yeah, and, he's kind of Seska's you know, like, stooge, right? So it's yeah. kind of I can't put him next to Seska because I think no. he's less. He's less than her. He's less, so, yeah. But yeah. he's good. I think I'm happy with the B. Yeah, yeah. Good performance. I liked him quite a bit. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm going on uh, manage color. Okay, final three guys. Okay, I'm going to save this one for the end. Uh, let's start with uh, the Sphere Builder lady from Star Trek Enterprise. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, she was the leader of the Sphere Builders, season three. Uh, Manipulation Enterprise. through time is interesting. Yeah, um, yeah she's reconstructing an entire... Spheres. Uh, yeah, trying to, like, con- you know, reform the galaxy in their image kind of thing so they mm-hmm. can survive in it. She told the reptilians they could take over and have dominance. Yeah. They were also called the providers, weren't they? Or the guardians or something? They're the guardians. Um, the Zindi. Well, I think, so, and that's kind of where I feel like a C, because I feel like we know the Zindi, you know, stuff, but I, I always forget about the sphere. Like, I always forget about them. Right. You know, and <laughs> like her, they're like, the oh, masters, yeah, but... yeah, it's like they were, they were actually manipulating oh, That's right. I don't care, kind of. Ties into all that Daniels stuff and all that. And some yeah. Daniels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fine. Then we got Silic. Yep. Uh, I like Silic a lot, at least a B. He's better than the Sphere Builders. Yeah. Great performance. Um, cool design. Just good all-around character. Right. John Fleck. Back, I was like, yeah. yeah John, John also in the pilot for Babylon 5. John, him. who was he in that? He was the murderer under the Changeling net. Like, that was the, the Changeling net made him look like. He's the one who killed... Uh, kill- Spoilers. Tried to kill Kosh. Oh, he's that guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I forgot about that. Like Silic for me was good. I, I we just watched the episode um, season four premiere. It was called Stormfront Part One and Two. Where like spoilers, they kill off Silic, uh, and it's <laughs> it's um, it's you know it's kind of like sad. I'm like I, I would have liked more out of this villain. I think he got left. They, you know, they tried to make him turn sort of good here at the end. There was like gray that. area with him. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah, he was, he could have been, I think there was a lot of potential lost. So I think, yeah. um, you know, he's, 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 he's kind good. of a, an anti-hero more than a pure villain. He's kind of a stooge to this other Sphere guy. Builder. We never even get to figure out who he is. It's the Sphere I'm, Builder, wasn't it? Oh, that guy in the future there. Yeah, that, it was the, 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 that was the Sphere Builders, wasn't it? I, I petitioned for Silic down at sea level. No, he's way better than the Sphere Builders. Just even on the performance and charm alone of John Fleck. Okay, I'll yeah, go he, with that. He carried so much of early Enterprise. Like, oh yeah, cool okay. new uh, like race too. The Sulaban, they're really yeah. cool. All right, yeah. uh, final one. Luther Sloan. Luther Sloan, great villain. Great villain. Great villain. Before they ruined Section Thirty One, and now I don't even want to hear its name. I hate. Everything they've done with Section 31 since him. Um, so, like, that's back when Section 31 was an awesome idea. So, at least an A. Yeah. You have no like, right to do this, Sloan. He had that mystery and, like, the way he would bounce around, like, and he would be, like, just mysteriously at this gathering where they're all just talking nice and having hors d'oeuvres. He just walks up and he's like, oh, you know, I'm a, I like entomology. Like, you know, he's very interesting. What is in, great line? Sorry. 
Oh, says great line, whether you're a king or a simple street sweeper, sooner or later, everyone dance with you the reaper. Take a That's what I was able to play. Oh. <laughs> you might be a king or a little street sweeper, but sooner or later, you dance with the reaper. <laughs> so good. So good. I love show business. <laughs> yeah. I like Sloan a lot. I think he's A, maybe even S level, you know, but he's uh, probably A because he only has three appearances and then he dies. Yeah. So, um, but he, he he's he's very memorable in the role, uh, William Sadler. And like he's still sort of working in the Federation's interest, at least he thinks he is. Yeah, he's like, he's he's kind of like an interesting villain, kind of like Kashik, where he doesn't really understand his... Is like, he not like almost the definition of an anti-hero? Like his... Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's like by yeah. any means to accomplish a noble goal, but by right. any means part is what makes right. Him he's happen. not malicious. No, he's not sadistic. He just yeah. does what he's got to do to you know. I do this so you can sleep at night, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's like we need people like you, Doctor. But yeah, people he's like, like you need people like me. He's like Colonel Jessup in A Few Good Men. You know, you need me on that wall. You want me on that wall, right? So. Um, all right. Well, that's it, guys. We've we did ranked, it. We, we ranked them all. So just a quick recap here. Up here in S tier, we have Dukat, Weyoun, the, the, the female changeling. We got the clown from Voyager, the Fear episode. We got Gold Madrid. We got Now Brentain, Salar and Prin, Michael Eddington, uh, Kai Wynn, and uh, Kivas. Kivas Fajo, and Jody Simpson, and the, Jody and, Simpson. And the, the, like, the cargo container that hit Worf. Yep. So I think we that, nailed it. I think those are the best villains in Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there, there we go. In the A tier, you got General Chang and uh, Commander Cruz and uh, the Dalam the Zindi and the Duras sisters and um, Seska and Agamus and Khan and the, one of the Boar Queens, though, specifically the third one from season two of Picard. Uh, we got like Galron. There's at least four in A. I would move up to S personally. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, come on. We, this was a whole symposium. I know. You know, I lost. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we don't want to start getting into that. Uh, but uh, we got uh, Tomalock. Uh, we got um, Kashik from the uh, the Counterpoint episode. Uh, Damar. Oh, Brunt, remember Kivon. how we were tied on Chang? And I was going to be like, Puxley's going to be the tiebreaker. We don't need that. I You guys convinced me on Chang. Move him back up to S. You guys Chang's going up to S? Okay. Yeah. I was thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's better than good. I like him better than Krug. All right, I'm I'm, with, I'm I'll, I'll I'll sign. I love Chang. He's amazing. Um, he Brian okay. Havoc, and let's slip the, the dogs, dogs of war. Uh, B tier, you know, you got Soren and um, uh, and uh, sorry, I'm lo- I'm forgetting these guys' names now. Uh, help me out here, Anorax and Valeris and uh, that Kazon guy, Majkala. <laughs> Vatic and Lore and all these guys. I'm trying to list them all off, but yeah, slowing they, down. Yeah, it's all good. Let's let's carry on. If you're watching on screen, just look. So. Right there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We, did, we did good work here. This was this was. I mean, let's I take a so. let's take a self congratulatory moment. Yeah. Just recognize the hard work we did. Yeah. Let's zoom back out here too, and just kind of because it's really like quite. <laughs> Hard even to get it all on screen at the same time now. All these villains. Uh, how many how many now. villains did it end up being? How <laughs> many did you add? It ended up yeah. being uh, a total of 112 villains here tonight, guys. 
So okay. that's pretty impressive. Uh, Davin, this is definitely our most ambitious project ever, our yep. most ambitious symposium. Jeff, thank you so much for, and, and Ashley as well, but like, you know, you just met us, uh, Jeff, and uh, this was <laughs> tell lot, our so. Tell our listeners about the Starfleet Leadership oh, Academy. Thank you. Well, first, I just got to thank you for the best four hours of my week. This was such a great <laughs> oh. time. I loved this, well, thank you. having me here. But yeah, Devin, thank you so much. The Starfleet Leadership Academy, you get it wherever you get podcasts, right? Every other week, I release an episode where I watch an episode of Star Trek, and I extract the leadership and management lessons from that and teach that in a pretty fun way. I'm trying to help change the leadership of today to lead yeah. to the Star Trek of tomorrow. That's beautiful. That's what. That's kind of like our okay. thesis over on Locutors of Trek. We want to examine it until so we can make it real. Yeah, you know, yeah, make this thing yeah, happen. Yeah. Yep, let's do it. Uh, it's good stuff. Go listen to it. I was laughing my ass off. He's just like, let me repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Neelix, the the morale officer, believes morale, troop morale, is not important. <laughs> let me repeat this again. This is like, like that's pretty condemning of Neelix. I gotta say, right? Neelix <laughs> is not my favorite character. I'll say that. No. So. no. But, uh, but for real, thanks for having stuff. me Check on. Out. Starfleet Leadership dot Academy is the website. There's an actual dot okay. Academy for websites, which pff, oh. I lost my mind when I found that. That's great. Interesting. So you're like a legit Academy. That's what uh, that's what the uh, spam email accounts seem to think. So oh, <laughs> <sweet>. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> you know what your school needs? Number two pencils. But yeah. So, uh, you know, we're part of a united federation of podcasts. That's right. We are, where we have, of course, our wonderful many Trek shows. We even have a Geek Tall Challenge every now and then. Um, and, you know, we have many divisions there. Lots of stuff. Check it out. Radio theaters, debates, trivia. We got a trivia coming up soon, don't we, Ashley? A trouble with trivia. Yes, we next week. Three new contenders to hopefully yeah. take down the dreaded Dave Mater. I'm, I'm almost. You may try. Yeah. Almost done with the. Almost done with the, the trivia. I don't. Awesome. It's hard because I don't know these contestants. I don't know how hard yeah. to make it. So. Same as always. We're looking okay. for a challenge for Dave. We're looking for a challenge. <laughs> yeah. for, and I told them that. Like I told Murphy to go out and get contestants. I'm like, make sure they're confident in Star Trek trivia, or there's <laughs> okay. no point. All right, I'll make them hard. Yep. Do it. They're awesomely hard. I love that trivia. Come ready for uh, battle. It's hard not to cast myself <laughs> at everyone. Um, it was X-Rated, the X-Men animated review show. Check us out on Tuesday. We'll have a live interview with the voice of Nightcrawler, Adrian Huff. We're looking forward to that. Um, and uh, my part, co-host on that has the Graphic Histories podcast. And, oh my God, I just read his next guest's name and I've already forgotten it. But great artist. Check it out. Um, there's also Hold Up a Movie Podcast. Jeff Mater's going to be on. on his birthday today. Talking time travel movies. I just watched Sphere today. It is his birthday. Happy birthday, Jeff. And uh, we also have Super Mater Brothers Podcast, of course. They review reality shows. Who knows? Jimmy might be over there doing that right now. You never know. He's often over there. No, no, there's no Big Brother tonight. So don't... No, none tonight, eh? Okay, well, there's also Aiming on Track we have. Uh, I don't know what the next one of that's going to be to you, Dave. Uh, we're talking about doing um, uh, the Elvis uh, 1973 Aloha from Hawaii concert album. So that's, that's, uh, that's, we're talking about that next. Okay. 
Okay, and then we have the Hellbound Podcast with Alex Blackburn and Michael Chan. Still on hiatus. Check out Trivial Debates. I don't know if Murphy's going to get contestants for that one. He He'll get it, you know. Deck. One way or the other. And, of course, on here in uh, our wonderful Trek Network, we have an interview coming up with the writer of the autobiography of Benjamin Sisko, Derek Tyler Attico. I'm looking forward to that book. I got my hard copy on pre-order. I'll tell you that much. It'll be here in October. So, Can I get Andrew Robinson to read it for me? Uh, that would be exactly no, I already. I want freaking Avery Brooks to read that one. It's the autobiography of Brooks. Sure, more sense if Avery Brooks came in. Yeah, <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm already petitioning for that. Apparently, he did an audio book like ten years ago or something like that. So, oh yeah, There's potential. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. That's our entire federation. Thanks again for joining us, everybody, and uh, live long and podcast. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Thanks for staying with us.